USA Radio News with Chris Barnes. On Capitol Hill, U.S. Senators are looking into fraud and exploitation linked to the ongoing coronavirus outbreak. South Carolina Republican Lindsey Graham opening a hearing and noting that senior citizens are especially vulnerable. Trying to play on people's fears. Unfortunately, when you try to do some good in the country, people take advantage of it. Associate Deputy Attorney General William Hughes testified that fraudsters have been trying to exploit the pandemic ever since the start of the crisis. The private funeral service for George Floyd is underway in Houston. It concludes days of memorials for the man whose death sparked protests around the nation and across the globe. Floyd will be buried next to his mother later today, the woman he cried out for in the viral video of his death. And this is USA Radio News. Hi, this is Wayne Allen Root for the Magamall. TheMagamall.com. The Magamall is your one-stop online shopping mall for great MAGA and Trump caps, T-shirts, flags, face masks, coins, jewelry, and other products. They even have MAGA cowboy hats. They pride themselves in offering the largest selection of the finest quality MAGA caps on the market at the most competitive prices, and your satisfaction is guaranteed. The vast majority of the MAGA caps available on the market today are pure junk. The MAGA mall caps are made from premium cotton with the finest embroidery. Everything on their caps is embroidered. Every star and every stripe, the presidential seal, even the president's signature. When you purchase a cap from the MAGA mall, you can rest assured you're buying the finest MAGA cap made. They have Rolls-Royce caps at Chevrolet prices. Get 10% off your order use promo code war 10 that's war 10 at checkout for the highest quality maga products go to the that's the t-h-e maga m-a-g-a mall m-a-l-l dot com the the u.s army is considering changing the names of its bases that have confederate leaders names Army Secretary Ryan McCarthy making the announcement yesterday saying that he's open to bipartisan discussion on the topic. There are 10 bases currently named for Confederate leaders that would need to be renamed under such a plan. Meanwhile, a judge in Richmond, Virginia, is barring the removal of the Robert E. Lee statue for 10 days. A decision yesterday coming after Governor Ralph Northam ordered the large statue on Monument Avenue to be taken down as soon as possible. And crews were on hand yesterday inspecting the 12-ton monument, which has been at the center of protests in Richmond, especially since the death of George Floyd in Minneapolis. A descendant of an original donor for the statue requested the injunction that was granted yesterday. And this is USA Radio News. Are you tired of high cable TV rates? Sign up for Dish today and get a $500 bonus offer while supplies last. Plus, lock in your price for two years guaranteed. Call All-American Dish, your dish-authorized retailer now. 800-610-5739. 800-610-5739. That's 800-610-5739. Offers require credit qualification, 24-month commitment, early termination fee, and e-auto pay. Restrictions apply. Call for details. It looks like President Trump could be soon getting back on the traditional campaign trail. Politico's reporting the president wants to start holding rallies by later this month. The president hasn't hosted a rally since March when the coronavirus put large events on hold. Details about where the rallies will be held and what safety protocols would be in place are still being worked out. The president has been pushing to get back in front of supporters as he falls behind Joe Biden in a number of recent polls. 
Forecasters say Tropical Depression Cristobal will spread wind, rain, and flooding from the south to the Midwest this week. The storm did bring heavy rains and fierce winds and flooding when it came ashore in Louisiana on Sunday evening. It's expected to dump heavy rains over the Mississippi Valley within 30-mile-an-hour winds or with the 30-mile-an-hour winds again today and tonight. By Wednesday morning, winds will kick up to 35 miles an hour as the storm tears across Wisconsin and then into Michigan's Upper Peninsula by Wednesday evening. And Kylie Jenner's companies are participating in the pull-up or shut-up challenge. The goal is to hold top makeup companies accountable for diversity by asking them to publicly release the demographics of their employees. Kylie Cosmetics and Kylie Skin releasing a statement saying 13% of their leadership roles are held by black women. And for USA Radio News, I'm Chris Barnes. Hello and welcome back to the Ronnie Deutsch Tax Program. On the line is Paul from California. Hi, Paul. What's your tax problem today? Hi, Ronnie. Love your show. Listen, I've got a big problem. You see, my paycheck was garnished last week, and I'm only getting half the normal amount. To make matters worse, the IRS froze my bank account. Listen, I'm embarrassed and scared. I need some help. Listen, Paul, you don't need to feel embarrassed. You just need some tax help. And the great news is the IRS has some unbelievable programs that can eliminate your tax debt so you don't have to worry about having your paycheck garnished or your bank levied. Doesn't that sound great? It sure does, Ronnie. Then do yourself a huge favor and get a free consultation right now and tell them the tax lady sent you. 855-715-5721. That's 855-715-5721. Welcome to Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle, getting you on a two-for-Tuesday, double shots of Judas Priest and Van Halen. Shout out to uh, your boyfriend or your girlfriend. You want to call in and do a dedication. Uh, what's that? Oh, this is Sports Talk. Never mind. Football, basketball, baseball, hockey, soccer, golf, tennis, auto racing, boxing, Olympics, go to the ball, chess checkers, rugby, cricket. Coming to you from my house on the east side, Sushi, what you got, and bringing you Sports Talk to the nation and the nations, not just of USA, but Mexico and Canada, and wherever else you might be listening and other ways of catching us. Number one, first and foremost, as always, is the American Forces Radio Network. And if you're in the military, you're doing a great job. <clears throat> I'm on your side. I'll always be on your side. Thank you for everything that you sacrificed <coughs> in order to keep us safe. Sorry, no cough mic on the gaming headset. Good thing I'm gagging. <clears throat> I ate a vitamin gummy. Eat those things. The elderberry with the vitamin C and the zinc. Yeah. Is that an old man thing? I hope not. 
But anyway, let me know when we start. Can I get a mulligan? All right. The TuneIn app, iHeartRadio app, Stitcher app, Stitch It Up Girl. Also, uh, the Twitter is at Rick Tittle if you want to get in that way. Uh, sportsbyline.com, the website. You can go there, click listen live to hear the shows. You want to write me an email, rick at sportsbyline.com. I got a really nice email last night from Robert in Michigan who says he's a, a new listener <clears throat> and this show fits him just right. So I appreciate that, Robert. And um, anyone who's a new listener, I'd love to hear from you as well. Rick at sportsbyline.com. The show is pretty open, except for Tuesdays. We always are joined by Karen Lyle from salesport.com. That'll be about a half hour. And Bruce Marshall in Vegas with the gold sheet. We'll check in and talk a little NHL hockey. Other than that, 1-800-878-PLAY is the number to call. 1-800-878-7529. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll come on back. Let's say you just bought a house. Bad news is you're one step closer to becoming your parents. Soon you'll have a separate fridge in the basement where extra groceries are exiled forever. Remember that frozen lasagna? Of course you don't. It's been down there since 2008. Good news is it's easy to bundle home and auto through Progressive and save on your car insurance. Piece of cake. Behind the lasagna, it's very old. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discount not available in all states or situations. At 28, I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober. And all it took was the one phone call. Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800-403-5912. 800-403-5912. That's 800-403-5912. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go and pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. From faulty breakers to broken windows to leaky pipes, roofs, and water heaters, homes and businesses around the country can't work until the pros do. That's why Lowe's created credit programs that work for pros. With everyday 5% savings on eligible purchases, plus through October 31st, 60 days promotional financing on your Lowe's business account or extended terms on eligible account receivables. Learn more in-store or online at lowesforpros.com. Putting money back in your pocket. Just one more reason Lowe's is the new home for pros. Subject to credit approval U.S. only. 
titillating sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a genius, the best show ever. He's so wonderful, genius, the best show ever. He's so wonderful, titillating sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a he's so handsome, he's a genius. Thank you so much, and welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast and around the world on American Forces Radio Network. If you'd like to get in, it's 1-800-878-PLAY. remember a couple weeks ago I was talking about how the uh, NBA had never had a kneeling incident, despite it being predominantly African-American. MLB had one by the Oakland A's Bruce Maxwell, who's now out of baseball. And, of course, the NFL had Kaepernick and Eric Reed and a couple more. Marshawn Lynch didn't kneel, but he sat uh, when he was with the Raiders on the bench during the National Anthem. But <clears throat> I said, when these sports resume, get ready. I mean, even in hockey, get ready. Everyone's going to kneel. That's something that we know. We'll get to that in a second, but let's go to Lafayette. California, my man Vince. What is up, dude? Yeah, how's it going there? Um, I'm gonna keep my subjects on sports for a while now. Um, but so I want to talk about the NBA. I know we're gonna start up the playoffs, and you know I think it's exciting. I'm gonna watch, even though my team is nowhere to be found because they're the Warriors, and, and obviously they don't deserve to be mentioned for that. But Here's here's a question. I know I'm jumping way ahead to talk about this. It's not the draft. It's um, when the Olympics. If we assume everything is going to be on schedule now, at the Olympics start next summer, the NBA playoffs are going to be actually actually I think the season will be in the summer. It won't even be in the playoffs yet when the Olympics start. What's the NBA going to do? Are they going to allow the G players to, to go? Are they going to allow like they got Smilich on the Warriors? He would probably represent his country. Are they going to allow these players to leave in the middle of the NBA season? Or, I mean, have they even thought about that? Because it seems kind of mean that we're going to have the Olympics and, and if the NBA has its season during the Olympics, either they should do a pause and allow the players to go, which I'm not even sure the owners would want, or, um, you know, we're just going to have a bunch of uh, college kids, I guess, going. But even that's another question. When the college draft is over the season and they have all these seniors, are they going to be able to join the team in midseason? And, and join in because we never had the you know the situation. The NBA was you know pretty much playoffs and just a few teams left when the college was over. So that's another question I got in my mind: Are the colleges going to allow the players to to uh, uh, join in in midseason too? And that's like two questions: Olympics and the college. <clears throat> well, yeah. The I mean, we remember when the NHL would take a break. I don't think the NBA would. I think would be a situation where they would just say, screw it, and probably send... I mean, guys like Smilagic would get to represent um, Slovenia or wherever he's from. It, it, it would, But, yeah, the main stars I don't think are going to go. But I would imagine the draft will get pushed back to the offseason, whenever the offseason is. I don't think they're going to hold a draft in the middle of the season. I just don't think so. So that makes another situation. If you do the season during the, the second year of basketball season, I don't always want to be a player and say, heck, I'll play a second another year. I mean, you could draft me, but I want to stay eligible and play to college another basketball season. I mean, 
it's yeah. crazy what the NBA got themselves into now with the scheduling. I mean, it's like. Well, I mean, they, 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 they can't do... really help. I mean, they can't really help it, though, Vince. I mean, everything got to Oh, no, I'm not, I'm, down, I'm not you know. knocking them. I'm not, I'm, I'm, believe me, there's no criticism coming from me. These are just questions. I have, I'm not throwing any darts <laughs> at anybody. You know, I'm, just, I'm just thinking out loud. And I'm going, okay, if they do that, then should they uh, allow the players to play the, the second year? Because they, they'd probably be better off playing another year in the college season, and then they could join the team when they could draft them, let's say, you're, you're now a member, let's say, the Indiana, Indiana Pacers, you know, college Joe going to Michigan, and that player would maybe have a finish his college season and then join the Indiana Papers, uh, Pacers in the middle of the season. I think it might be better off for the players. you think that the, the NBA would allow that, or they, they would just say, no, you can't play? No, I don't think they would do that, and, I, I, and it, it's not even up to them. I think the NCAA would not allow that to someone to get drafted and go back. It does happen in, in hockey. And listen, MLB does their draft, obviously, right in the middle of their year. They do it in June, and that's coming up tomorrow, by the way, at least the first round. So right. um, it, it's, I think, you know, traditionally with, with football and basketball doing theirs in the offseason, hockey doing theirs in the offseason, I think for one year they would probably push it back. It would be a nightmare for college freshmen who thought they were one and done because probably most of them are flunking out and won't even have an extra year of eligibility because they didn't go to class. So those guys better start going to class. But the thing is, the other thing that really bothers me, and and I wish the NBA, NCA would work on this, I, I, it really upsets me, is because these agents whisper sweet nothings to these ears of these NBA players. And there's about 200 players that go for one and done, and only a full, small handful get drafted. And they, and they lose their college eligibility. I just think they should have a rule in place that if an agent promises them that they're going to get drafted and they don't get drafted, the, that agent has to pay for their college and allow them to continue going to college. There's no scholarship, and they could play in, in college. But the agent is now responsible for paying a kid's college because that would make agents think twice about promising these kids that really don't have a chance. Because I, I think that or they should allow them to go back if they don't get drafted. I, it's just really unfair because I, I, my feeling is, I want, especially a lot of these kids are poor. I want to see every kid get a chance to finish a college degree that can, um, you know, if, if they're not going to get drafted. Because let's face it, most kids in, in the NCA, probably the top players, all think they're heading for the NBA, and most of them aren't. So they, the, the, the number one goal should be getting their college degree so they can make a living when, they're, when their playing career is over. I mean, that's the most important thing in my book. And, you know, that's, I care about the players. That's all I care about. I mean, I care about the families and 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 i just think the ncaa is cold-blooded to um, not allow the players to go back if they don't get drafted because that's most of them i mean it's if you look at the statistics it's really sad about 200 declare themselves eligible for the draft and only a small percentage actually get drafted it's it's really horrible and it's you know like i said it's i don't know i I just care about the kids because a lot of these kids are from poor families that have no chance of paying for the school or, you know, and, and instead, instead of going around thinking that they're getting drafted, they should be all in the mindset that you're not getting drafted, that you've got to be busting your butt in classes because that's going to save you out of poverty. That's, that's not, I mean, NBA is great if you make it, but and you don't even have to be the NBA. I mean, if you're a decent player, you could go to Europe and, and make some good money. Even the G League, it's not bad money, but if you have your college degree behind you, you could actually make good money after G League, you know, doing whatever you do. I mean, I, I don't know. I, it just, I just think about the kids, and that's my important thing. And um, 
I heard I was looking at the A's talking about baseball draft. All these players that they're looking at are supposed to be gone like 12th, 14th. <laughs> I mean, so I don't. I'm not sure if the A's are really you know setting out a single who they're going to be drafting because it seems like all the players are saying they're interested, expect to be gone before the 20th pick, and they're like 26th or 27th, I think. So, uh, do you have you heard anything? I mean, probably not because you can't talk to anybody. But have you heard anything what the A's might be interested in in tomorrow's draft? Well, we don't know. I mean, they could go for, they usually try to go high upside guys, you know, like Kyler Murray and Austin Beck and Logan Davidson, last three number one picks. But, you know, they like college players usually, you would think. But then again, a couple of years ago, they had three first round picks. They spent them all on high school hitters with uh, Russell Robertson and and Olsen. But uh, there's no way that I don't even think... um, uh, Jim Callis could figure out who the 26 overall pick and the in the June amateur draft is going to be. We basically know it's probably going to be Spencer Torkelson, number one to Detroit. He went to Casa Grande High up in uh, Petaluma and played at Arizona State. And then after that, it's probably this kid Martin, the infielder, and then a high school pitcher to the Marlins. And we'll see about that. Anyway, Vince, thanks for the call, man, and I'll talk to you soon. Yeah, take care. All right, that's Vince in Lafayette. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break, and the lines are open at 1-800-878-PLAY. Come on back. Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors, just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple Simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit. One quick three-minute phone call. That's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published. Pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number. 800-603-0885. 800-603-0885. 800-603-0885. That's 800-603-0885. We are the Debt Destroyer Network. Any debt you have, credit card, tax, student loan debt, call now for free information that helps you destroy your debt. It's great advice. Plus, when you make this free call now, we have debt destroyer experts ready to help. They can show you how to destroy your debt and get your life back on track. Debt problems don't have to be overwhelming. You can live stress-free and debt-free. Credit cards, medical bills, IRS tax problems, even student loan debt. Learn about free programs offered by the credit card companies, hospitals, and even the government that can help slash your debt. Call the Debt Destroyer now for free information. Call now. 877-360-0402-877-360-0402-877-360-0402. That's 877-360-0402. Matthew. Oh, oh, sorry. It's okay. 
I just need you to listen to me. I know that a lot of times, Mom, it might not seem like I'm listening to you, but I am. I hear you. And what you say really does matter to me. I mean, let's be honest. No kid likes rules, but I get why we have them. I hear you, and I know it's because you care. All the talks we've had over the years, including what you've told me about not using alcohol and other drugs, they stick with me. And believe it or not, they really do make a difference, especially at times that matter most. Hey, want a drink? No thanks, I'm good. So thank you, Dad, for talking and preparing me for what's ahead. Thanks, Mom, for never giving up and always being my biggest fan. Thank you for letting me know what you expect so I can try to meet your expectations. Thank you for talking. For more information about talking with your kids about underage use of alcohol and other drugs, visit underagedrinking.samhsa.gov. Where did you get those clothes? At the toilet store? I'm so disgusted by Rick Tittle that I find him very intoxicating. Oh, thank you for that, I guess. And uh, welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you. 1-800-878-PLAY. That's what will get you in and get you heard, girl. That's right. Get you in and get you heard. And um, coming up in the uh, next segment, we'll uh, bring in uh, Karen Lyle, salesporttalk.com. And uh, our guest will be Marie Rogers, the uh, Commodore of the Los Angeles Yacht Club, also known as the Yachet Club, if you can't pronounce things. All right, as I was saying, um, <clears throat> a, um, the whole thing about, uh, yeah, you know, kneeling was kind of a uh, thing for Kevin Nealon and for the NFL. Didn't really do it in other sports. It's going to happen everywhere now. Um <clears throat> And I'm, I have no problem with it. I'm sure that'll irk some people. But what you will see uh, is you will see people kneeling en masse. And by the way, it is en masse, not en masse, just like it's not en vogue. It is en vogue because I'm a pretentious Frenchman. But that's what we know what we will do. There'll be 100 players on the field uh, 106 to be exact, and players will kneel. And that's just what's going to happen. Um, and I will be surprised if no one does kneel because you basically say, now here's the thing, before you would kneel and people say, oh, you hate America, you hate the flag, you spit on those who died at D-Day and in the rice paddies of Vietnam and on the... Uh, the shores of Mount Azuma, what? Shores of Tripoli. That's what people thought. That's what you're doing. Now, if you don't kneel, you're pro-racist police brutality. And that's just the way it is. <clears throat> and you might say, that's no, that's not what it is. But that's what it's going to be in sports. And all you got to do is look at Roger Goodell who said, uh, sorry, we were wrong. Sorry, I said don't kneel. 
And remember, Goodell said that the league was, quote, wrong for not listening to NFL players earlier and then encouraging, quote, all to speak out and peacefully protest. There's, look, uh, this was a 81-second video that Goodell put out, and some officials on Park Avenue said that the NFL is just out of the business of sanctioning or also discouraging any player to take a knee. And, you know, Eric Reed and Kenny Stills and a couple others did it without any penalty. Now, you remember Colin Kaepernick has a three-year banishment from the league. Some people think that <clears throat> he should come back after all this. But uh, when Goodell, sa Goodell says, I personally protest with you, and I want to be a part of the much-needed change in this country, that is a change. And this is what made Trump mad, because Trump is still playing up to his uh, fan base, which is, you know, love it or leave it. If you kneel for the American flag, as he said, fire the sons of bees. So um, I think that uh, you will see the commissioner when he goes to a game. He will kneel now during the national anthem. And um, these are some uncertain times when it comes to that. But I think we can all agree that there is uh, racial oppression when it comes to these type of things. You can talk about economic injustice and you can talk about an inequitable criminal justice system and things like that. <clears throat> but first and foremost, um, it's going to be hard to get people money overnight. Uh, if people commit crimes, they go to jail regardless of what their heritage is, right? Um, and you might say, well, it's still skewed one way or the other. It, these are all problems in the country, but the number one thing is people being mistreated for being black. And as we all know, um, this is we're going to have some changes in this country. And the voices of athletes are going to be heard. That's not going to quell uh, a lot of the um, <clears throat> the riots and things like that. It's mostly peaceful protests right now. If anything, um, Kaepernick, years later, the movement is finally picking up steam, and for the wrong reasons, someone had, yet another person had to be murdered in cold blood on video, and, you know, we don't know where the country's going, we don't know what the impact of COVID-19 is going to be, whether it's going to come back strong again. I know a lot of states, like more than 20 states, have seen a big spike, as you can imagine, from people out in the streets breathing and spitting on each other. But we do know the NFL is going to do whatever it can to play as many games as it can. And when they look at the NBA and the NHL and the arguments in MLB right now, they don't want to be that. They want to be the only sport that plays a full season because this all happened basically right after the Super Bowl. So they've had the whole offseason to try to deal with it. So... The social issues are going to be at the forefront, and it's going to be, of course, part of our national conversation, and I hope we are having a conversation. I hope people will listen. And <clears throat> I do think it's important to look inside sometimes because it's very easy for us to say, well, I'm, you know, I'm not racist. I would never do anything like that. 
and then just really go through your whole head. You know, you're not, you're 100% not racist at all. It's like, well, I would never say this word. I would never treat people poorly. And it's like, okay, just, we have to, you know, we can't take things for granted. We really have to look hard sometimes. It's like, you don't think, you know, preconceived notions that if you see this type of person, you're like, oh, we're going to get this. Or if you see that type of person, oh, now I'm going to get that. It's, it's things that get ingrained. And remember, if you go to any kindergarten in America, you will see every kid playing together and they absolutely could not care less what color or gender anybody is. These things have to be taught. And so a conversation <clears throat> that the NFL is going to have with the, the players goes all the way up to the top now with the commissioner in New York City. So it would be naive to think that everything's going to change overnight because it's not. And I think that, uh, you know, league-wide initiatives to help attempt the pain and anger in our streets right now um, have been taken up by just about every corporation. You know, they uh, there's not one corporation right now that's going to say, you know what, now that I think about it, I'm not really into BLM. Uh, no. Um, and that's the thing you could say, well, you know, it's like, um, you know, in commercials right now. If you do a commercial for any product, you cannot have a white couple or a white family. It has to be um, pers persons of color or it has to be mixed. If you watch it, say 90% of commercials, most now have mixed same sex or it's just, you can't be, oh, look, it's just this old white uh, co corporation. These are just, it's just a fact, whether you agree with them or not. This is how you sell things now, and this is what the bottom line is. And you say, they don't really care about it. If you have a commercial for an alarm company, and you have a, a criminal who's not a white guy, you are going to face backlash. And that's the thing. We have a mob mentality in the world today through social media that, you know, um, may not be literally as bad, but I'd say figuratively as bad as any mob in the history of the world. People will just instantly point at you, give you a scarlet letter or pigeonhole you, and then that's it. And your career's over. Look at Grant Napier. All lives matter. That's a racist thing to say. It is. You're fired. Like I said, I, I don't know Grant. Like he's not, I don't have his cell phone number, but I've talked to him enough over the years that, you know, I respect his work. Uh, I don't know if he's racist or not. Uh, I'm white. He's never treated me poorly or anything, so I can't say whether he's racist or not. And I guess, you know, as Stu was saying the other day, it's the straw that broke the camel's back. It wasn't just this one thing. But, you know, as I was saying this week as well, is that Ellen DeGeneres said we must have justice for people of color. How dare you say that? And she's like, what did I say? It's black lives matter, not POC lives matter. Oops. So um, it's fair to assume that many players who ignored or rebuked this movement will no longer do so and no longer be able to do so. I think it's also fair to complicate um, which players are not locked in arms. I remember when I was working TV for the Giants and they had until there's a cure day for AIDS. They had an AIDS awareness day. This was 1994, I believe. And they had a big um, uh, pregame uh, dealio and there was one pitcher and I'd name his name but I forgot it he was just a bullpen arm and he said no I, I, I believe in the Bible I'm a Christian 
and I don't think that uh, being gay is right. They're like, no, no, this isn't anti-gay, or this isn't pro-gay, it's just, you know, anti-AIDS, and he's like, no, no, I'm not into that whole gay thing. So, let's see the guy who has his arms crossed, and he's like, I will never kneel with you. Eh, it could get ugly. All right, I'm Rick Tittle. We'll come on back on the other side. We'll talk a little sailing. Takes me away to arrival. You know the rest. This is Karen Lyle of Salesport Talk. Today, I wish to say thank you to all of the African-American men and women in my life who have mentored me and welcomed me into leadership in the boating and sailing communities. Thank you to Lenora Clark, Staff Commodore of the Pacific Interclub Yacht Association, who greeted me as a new delegate from Berkeley Yacht Club years ago and not only makes me feel welcome every time I see her, but worked with me to organize the USPS Building Bridges of Peace special postal cancellation that acknowledged the 98th anniversary of the PICYA. Lenora has been involved in leadership and voting advocacy at the state and national level for years. Thank you to current PICYA commenter Robert Willis, who is also a member of the Ebony Boat Club founded in 1987, an active African-American boat club in Northern California that has members from ages 20 to 70 years old. This morning, I was thinking about the collegiate sailing team at Hampton University in Virginia. Hampton University is a traditional African-American school that grew from its first teacher, Mary Peak, in 1861. It has a proud tradition of education that started with some courageous people with vision and dedication and became a well-established, accredited university whose alumni are a proud part of our American history. I also wish to warmly acknowledge Marie Rogers, who accepted my idea to create Salesport Talk as the first continuous programming for sailing in international 24-7 sports talk broadcasting. Marie introduced me to key people who continue to this day to be a support to our programming. She and I have had marvelous ongoing conversations about current events, past history, and on the subject of community sailing. Thanks to Kevin Battle, Commissioner of the U.S. Rugby Division 1A, who has been a guest on our show and a sailing enthusiast with an impressive history of leadership in U.S. Rugby. Thanks to Postmaster Abraham Cooper, another guest on our show whom I've worked with on a number of occasions in his roles as Postmaster of San Francisco. He is now in leadership at USPS in Washington, D.C. I am the grateful recipient of knowledge, introductions, and mentorship of these wonderful men and women. And I just want to say thank you for your leadership, your warmth, and friendship. At this time in our history, I wanted to give acknowledgement to these people without whom I could not have done what I do today. This is Karen Lyle of Salesport Talk.
All right. Thank you for that, Chris Cross. Welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast around the world on American Forces. It's Tuesdays. That's Tuesday at 940. And this is when we're joined uh, by our co-host for this salesporttalk.com segment, Karen Lyle, who's also in her home in the East Bay. How are you, my friend? I am doing great, my friend, Rick. How are you? I'm doing well. And speaking of friends, uh, we welcome back Marie Rogers to the show. She was on last summer. She is the Commodore of the Los Angeles Yacht Club. And that's one thing, Karen, that sometimes I think people like me think that yachting is just for the rich and uh, people born with silver spoons in their mouth. But that's not the case. And I know, Marie, that uh, you have been very active in having a program uh, called Community Sailing, which is bringing in a lot of diverse people and giving them an opportunity to get their hands on that helm and other things, don't you? Oh, yeah. It's really been my focus for the really the last uh, 10 years, um, getting more people on the water. I'm so fortunate to be able to go, to go sailing just about any day and not working my real job. And it's been really a joy introducing people to the water. And I have to re- remind you that I was Commodore last year. I'm junior staff Commodore of the club now, so I'm like the outgoing has-been, but I get to keep my title for life <laughs> as Commodore. <laughs> well, that's just it. I mean, every admiral is an admiral. Every president is a president. So you are the Commodore, just like Lionel Richie. Ah, thank you. <laughs> okay. Marie, when I first came to the Los Angeles Yacht Club several years ago, I walked in um, – to the front desk and uh, the manager Darius was there. And I think there was a a, a member named Margie who told me all about this community sailing program that they had. And um, they embraced it as a proud part of the tradition for Los Angeles Yacht Club. And at the time I didn't know that it hadn't existed forever. And I had no idea that you were the founder and I hadn't met you at that time. Can you tell us how that started and what your idea was for that? Yeah, it was um, really interesting. Um, it was near the end of the recession, and I was basically out of work. I worked for the entertainment industry, so, you know, just about everything shut down. And I had the opportunity to buy uh, a boat on eBay for very little money. And as you remember, back in those days, people were just selling everything. You know, all their RVs, they're getting rid of their horses, boats, and whatnot. So I got this sweet deal. And it was the platform for me um, to teach people how to sail. I went out and got a um, uh, teaching certificate for sailing and set up a sailing school on the Yacht Club. And, and the members just sort of scratched their heads like, why are you doing this? And I'm like, well, I'm kind of a workaholic. I love being on the water. But I have a lot of friends who don't get to sail. And I'm part of this Yacht Club. And I'm on the board. So why not? You know, this is an experiment. Let's just see how it goes. And I really, for a long time, I've been thinking what, how great it would be to, to have a sailing school and a yacht club. Since, you know, yacht clubs are kind of a, you know, vestiges of the past, like uh, in Rick's uh, introduction. I mean, you had to be pretty moneyed and um, your family had to be well-known and all that, uh, you know, back in the old days to get in the yacht club. And that's not, no longer true, but still the old, model doesn't really work um, all the time in this like modern society and traditionally yacht clubs have not been um, a diverse uh, gathering of people shall I I say 
So I thought, wow, well, I could hit so many different, um, uh, you know, check marks with this. You know, I can bring in my people and all, you know, all different kinds of people, uh, have more women at the helm, more people of color at the helm. It didn't really matter. I just like, I want a rainbow coalition coming in here and just sort of brightening up this wonderful sport. And so it really took off. It was very successful. Um, the whole idea didn't pass the board the first time I, um, I presented uh, the idea of having these people actually become members of the club at a reduced rate. But uh, soon it was shown that it actually brought in a lot of revenue to the club. So these people are playing, paying for their lessons, their sailing lessons, they're paying for their dues, and they're coming in and enjoying food and beverage. You know, we meet at the bar after clinics, and it just became like a wonderful gathering place. So it's really gone from just sailing school to full-blown, like a club within a club, and that's what I'm very proud of. Marie, I think for a lot of people, sailing can seem rather intimidating. It's one thing to have an inboard or an outboard motor, and you're basically driving it like a car. But when you think about all the different sails and the names for them and a boom swinging over, and then the boat sometimes looks like it's going sideways and you got to run to the other side of the boat. What are some of those things that you have to tell the neophytes? Look, don't be afraid. I'm going to teach you how to do this. Okay. Well, I started my, my professional career as an educator. Like I, I started, yeah, I'm a high school foreign language teacher. So education is basically the foundation of my life. Like I knew I was going to be a teacher some kind of teacher, you know, for the rest of my life. So we start with education. I mean, I show, I have a model of a monohull, a keel boat, uh, basically a small model of like, you know, a 40 foot, like normal sailboat, like you'd see in San Francisco or Newport or any place. And I explain like this thing is not going to tip over. This is how it works. I explain the physics of it. You talk about the parts of the boat and all their functions. And then, um, we even talk about the actions of the boat, like, you know, how you tack a jib, you know, how you, um, you keep your uh, self safe from a dive, like the boom swing around. I mean, all that stuff we talked about beforehand. I show videos. And this is for the people who are not in sailing school. They're just sort of coming out for a clinic. Like, we'll, we'll, we will let anybody come at a clinic if they've never been on a boat before. I just team them up with people who, who've had the experience. They don't have to be an instructor. And uh, so by the time you get on the water, they're really excited. And when the stuff starts happening, they know they know what to do, and they know that I'm going to make sure that they're safe. And um, the huge component uh, of, of our lessons is that we talk about weather, and we talk about um, the forces of the wind and the water and the, the surge of the water on the boat, and so that when a boat starts healing, when you're going upwind, it's fun. It's thrilling. You know, it's kind of e-ticket, but this is fun. Like we're not in danger. And somehow they really trust me. They trust my husband, who's the other coach and the other people that I've trained. So by the time we're on the water and, and the winds really starts coming up, they're, they're having a good time. I've never had a person throw up in the boat. I've never had a person freak out, you know, uh, maybe a little bit in the beginning, but then they really get into it because it's, it's, uh, you know, it's a family kind of environment. Like we just don't get all type A and scare people, you know, which happens unfortunately on a lot of boats. So they're pretty much nurtured along and, um, and they keep coming back. So that's what I'm, that's what makes me feel really good. I mean, one of the things I've noticed in, in, in the yacht clubs that I've been throughout the world is that 
the skill of sailing and the passion for boats, boating, whether it's power or, or sailing, is, is like a common denominator that just brings everyone together, no matter what their background. Um, how, how does that play out in your community sailing program, especially because those boats, you've got a sailing school, those boats have to be maintained as well. You have four, I think, that are belong to the club, right? Yes, yes. So the types of people that come, well, you know, I designed the program, or I should say my husband and I designed a program so that people who had never been invited into onto a boat or into a yacht club environment would have that opportunity, even if it was for one day, but hopefully they would continue. But what's happened with very little outreach is that we started getting people who were uh, of means, you know, professionals, uh, I'm talking about like cardiologists and attorneys and, you know, these were not, you know, um, families having a hard time feeding their children. It was just, you know, what the, the, what the thought was this was going to be, you know, perhaps. And instead, it's a real cross-section of society. I mean, they're all different types of people, all sorts of gender, all sorts of gender identification. I mean, you name it, it's come to this program. Um, but the, as you say, the common denominator really is that teamwork on the boat. Like, it doesn't matter your political, um, outlook. It doesn't really matter what your upbringing has been. It's just that we're all on this, on this device, basically, and we're harnessing the power of nature to make it move. And being out in the sunshine, being out with all the, um, negative ions, you know, this, being in the environment, uh, this, for people seeing for the first time like a sea lion up close or when it, we actually can sail like right next to a whale because sometimes the whales are actually in L.A. Harbor, you know, where we sail. And it's amazing. You know, everybody really changes. So any sort of armor that they were wearing in the beginning or trepidation completely melts away on the, on the camaraderie. It's really a type of uh, metaphor for, I believe, how our society could work if we all kind of had a common goal, you know, a, a common outlook, a common kind of experience. And I know this sounds kind of woo-woo, but that really is what this means for me, for all of us getting together, having a good time, enjoying nature, respecting nature, you know, like we're always pulling trash out of the water and, you know, having these conversations about wanting to get back on the water, wanting to protect the sea life, wanting to clean up, you know, the situation, you know, with industry, you know, next to the water. You know, there's a lot of waterfront industry, a lot of pollution from, you know, when I was a, a small child that's being cleaned up. And so, you know, at, in a way, we're all kind of aware of that, but until you see all that trash floating in the water, you, you know, it brings it home. Like, this, this is a real thing. Like, I really don't want to use plastic anymore. So it's all those issues. It just kind of has this, this one sport, this one activity has, like, all these tendrils. You know, it hits people's hearts, you know, in different ways. There she is. It is Marie Rogers, Commodore, Los Angeles Yacht Club. Thank you so much for your time and your insights again, Marie. We really appreciate it, and we look forward to having you on again soon. Thank you both. Thank I really you, Marie. appreciate the opportunity. All right. Yeah. And for those of you who didn't get the e-ticket reference, it used to be at Disneyland. They gave you a book of tickets, and the e-rides were the good ones, like the Matterhorn. Do you remember that, Karen? <laughs> it was great. 
So you're 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 a Disneyland uh, uh, aficionado. Not really. You know what I was just thinking while she was talking? I don't think I've ever been on a sailboat in my life. You know that? Well, you know I have one, and you don't live when we when we get away from when we get to be past the COVID nineteen thing, and we can see each other again. You should come and just sit on the boat. You might even like to go out. I've sat on one. I don't know. I don't. I don't. I think I have a lot of interest in going out because I think it'll suck me out the Golden Gate and we'll crash into the Farallons. Not with skilled people at the helm. We'll take good care of you. <laughs> All right. Don't don't let me be the captain. Karen Lyle, SailsportTalk.com. Check it out. Karen, thanks for your uh, time, and we'll catch up with you next week. Okay. Sounds great. All right. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break. Come on back on Sports Planet. Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors, just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how Simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit. One quick three-minute phone call. That's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published. Pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number. 800-603-0885. 800-603-0885. 800-603-0885. That's 800-603-0885. We are the Debt Destroyer Network. Any debt you have, credit card, tax, student loan debt, call now for free information that helps you destroy your debt. It's great advice. Plus, when you make this free call now, we have Debt Destroyer experts ready to help. They can show you how to destroy your debt and get your life back on track. Debt problems don't have to be overwhelming. You can live stress-free and debt-free. Credit cards, medical bills, IRS tax problems, even student loan debt. Learn about free programs offered by the credit card companies, hospitals, and even the government that can help slash your debt. Call the Debt Destroyer now for free information. Call now. 877-360-0402-877-360-0402-877-360-0402. That's 877 877- 360-0402. Matthew. Huh? Oh, sorry. It's okay. I just need you to listen to me. I know that a lot of times, Mom, it might not seem like I'm listening to you, but I am. I hear you. And what you say really does matter to me. I mean, let's be honest. No kid likes rules, but I get why we have them. I hear you, and I know it's because you care. All the talks we've had over the years including what you've told me about not using alcohol and other drugs, they stick with me. And believe it or not, they really do make a difference, especially at times that matter most. Hey, want a drink? No thanks, I'm good. So thank you, Dad. 
for talking and preparing me for what's ahead. Thanks, Mom, for never giving up and always being my biggest fan. Thank you for letting me know what you expect so I can try to meet your expectations. Thank you for talking. For more information about talking with your kids about underage use of alcohol and other drugs, visit underagedrinking.samhsa.gov. Oh, come now. Don't be ashamed. <laughs> we all have our idiosyncrasies. you would try and slap Rick Tittle's mama's face, he would clown you. Thank you for that, and welcome back to the show. And it's it's funny, sometimes just as an observer, like what I was just talking about, like in the old days, every ad had to be white people, like, oh, we don't want to put non-white people, people won't buy our product, and now it's the exact opposite. And it's just it's just corporations trying to do they take the temperature of the country. What's everybody into right now? And I was just talking about the way you do ads. Right on this little pop-up on my computer for Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans, there's two pictures. One is of a, um, a couple with their kid. It's a black guy and like an Asian woman. And the other couple is a lesbian couple, which would have been like advertising poison in the, you know, even in the 90s, right? And you just wonder, do people really care? <laughs> I guess the bottom line is if if people are changing, you you don't want to question why. And obviously, I think for a lot of these CEOs in their castles, you know, I'm not saying they're all bad people, but they, they don't want to make anybody mad and they want to make cash. Uh, I get it. But and so you can question the motive sometimes. Are you really being progressive do you really care about, you know, um, and then the bottom line is the bottom line. And that is like, look, we're in the business of making cash and giving out loans and we don't care who you are. We just want to give out a loan. And I guess that's true. Right. So if the ends justify the means, the means justify the ends, uh, whatever. But I guess I shouldn't call into question the morals or motives of corporations right now. If they're doing it like the NFL, you think they really care about kneeling now? I think Roger Goodell is changing his mind because that is how the country feels right now. And people demonstrating in the streets. And it's like, what are kids doing now? Ooh, let's do that. And so I know some of it can be very cynical, but I guess it's better than them staying stoic, right? I will never change. I guess that would be worse. So I guess I shouldn't question their motives. I'm Rick Tittle. we got another two hours together. And come on back at 1-800-878-PLAY.
Are you paying too much for term life insurance? There's a tremendous price war among the major term life companies. Rates have dropped dramatically in the past few years. For example, a man age 45 non-tobacco user. $1 million of coverage is only $75 per month, level for the next 10 years. Or a man age 50 non-tobacco user can buy a half million dollars of coverage for a monthly premium of only $110. Guaranteed not to change for the next 20 years. That's right, level rates for 20 years. And if you're a smoker, we have great rates for you as well. At the Term Lifeline, we specialize in policies of a half million dollars and above. So if you're looking for new or replacement term life insurance, call right now for a free quote. Rates and availability may vary by state. Sample rate quotes are based on preferred non-tobacco underwriting exam required to qualify. 800-807-1981. 800-807-1981. That's 800-807-1981. Rick Tittle knows his sports. I hate that guy. I love that guy. Oh my gosh, he's so fine. Rick Tittle brings home the bacon, fries it up in a pan, and then he eats it. Ricky T in the hizzle for shizzle, biznatch. Back live with you, Rick Tittle, coming to you from my house. Dominic Jimenez, the captain of the controls, back on the board at Sports Byline USA. Corporate headquarters, downtown San Francisco, just blocks from the bay and uh, North Beach. Where are you? What's going on? What's going on in your your sporting world? I'm here to uh, open the lines to you. 1-800-87-A-PLAY. Let's discuss it. Who should get fired? Who should get hired? Who should get drafted? That's important because we will have the first round of the MLB draft tomorrow. This is all going to be, of course, webcams and Skype and all that. And then we'll have rounds two through five. Some teams have extra compensatory picks. I know the Giants have a few for Madison Bumgarner and Will Smith and others. I think they have eight picks instead of the normal five. Of course, the Houston Astros don't have a first or a second round pick. And the, what, the Red Sox lost a second round pick? It's just, if you can tell me the difference between the Astros and the Red Sox and why their punishment was different, I'd love to really know the reason why uh, behind that. Because the Red Sox didn't do anything. All right, sounds good. 1-800-878-PLAY will get you in. We'll talk about the MLB draft if you want. As I said, these guys outside of, you know, the top three... Um, And I had heard the name Spencer Torkelson before because when the Giants drafted uh, Bishop last year in the first round, I think 10th overall, everybody said, oh my gosh, the other guy on that team, uh, Torkelson, the kid from Petaluma, he could be the number one overall pick. He hit 11 home runs the whole time he was in high school. Well, he was a kid. He grew. He was going to be the all-time home run leader in Arizona State history, more than Barry Bonds, more than Bob Horner. He was too short when the coronavirus hit. He has 54 home runs in two years. That's an incredible amount of home runs for a college baseball player. So I don't think Detroit is going to pass on him at number one overall, but we will see manana. Big shout-out to the military listening on AFN. I'm a F-A-N of you. Stay safe. Come home soon. Proud of you. Keep up the good work. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back for Hour 2.
Right now at O'Reilly Auto Parts, pick up five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil for $28.95 and get a $10 O'Reilly gift card after mail-in rebate. You can even order at O'ReillyAuto.com and we'll deliver it curbside. Protect your engine from sludge and wear at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Here's a great way to save money on your prescription medications. If you take Viagra or Cialis, we can give you a way to pay as little as $2 a pill. Compare that to prices as high as $60 per tablet. These pills work for men and women to improve their sexual performance. And now for the price of two or three pills, you can get nearly 100. There's no need to pay expensive prices for Viagra or Cialis. Call now with your prescription and pay as little as $2 a pill. We offer 24-7 service and always free delivery and confidential packaging. Change your life for the better and have fun. Call Pharmacy Shop 24-7 to get generic versions of Viagra or Cialis for as little as $2 a pill, plus free discreet shipping. 800-709-4409. That's 800-709-4409. Hello and welcome back to the Ronnie Deutsch Tax Program. On the line is Paul from California. Hi, Paul. What's your tax problem today? Hi, Ronnie. Love your show. Listen, I've got a big problem. You see, my paycheck was garnished last week, and I'm only getting half the normal amount. To make matters worse, the IRS froze my bank account. Listen, I'm embarrassed and scared. I need some help. Listen, Paul, you don't need to feel embarrassed. You just need some tax help. And the great news is the IRS has some unbelievable programs that can eliminate your tax debt so you don't have to worry about having your paycheck garnished or your bank levied. Doesn't that sound great? It sure does, Ronnie. Then do yourself a huge favor and get a free consultation right now and tell them the tax lady sent you. 855-715-5721. That's 855-715-5721. Let's say you just bought a house. Bad news is, you're one step closer to becoming your parents. Soon you'll have a separate fridge in the basement where extra groceries are exiled forever. Remember that frozen lasagna? Of course you don't. It's been down there since 2008. Good news is, it's easy to bundle home and auto through Progressive and save on your car insurance. Piece of cake. Behind the lasagna, it's very old. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company, affiliates, and other insurers. Discount not available in all states or situations. Hour two of titillating sports. You thought it couldn't get any better, but it's better. Rick Tittle is back. He's so great. I can't believe how awesome he is. More sports talk, yes. Couldn't get any better, but it's better. Rick Tittle is back. He's so great. I can't believe how awesome he is. More sports talk, yes. Hour two of titillating sports. Hey, check out Channel 9. Check out Rick Tittle. Check me out. Welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast around the world on American Forces Radio Network. It's our pleasure to uh, welcome to the show Adam Wexler. He is the CEO of Prize Picks. Now, if you ever wanted to play fantasy sports online, you know there have been a couple of companies that have been uh, inundating us with uh, advertising and promotion. It all seems 
honestly a little bit confusing, a little bit of a pain. And here's where prize picks comes in because you get in and you get out in less than two minutes. Is that kind of the gist of it, Adam? Yep. Uh, I'd even say we want you in and out in less than a minute. We want it to be the most simplified version of daily fantasy ever. And that's the other thing, too, is that, I mean, you can pick MLB and, and NFL, but you guys do cornhole and then eSports. I mean, eSports, if you look at all the other, you know, company, like the Warriors have bought an Overwatch team. I mean, everybody knows that this is really coming on huge, isn't it? Absolutely, um, especially with, uh, with, with COVID-19, you know, a number of eSports leagues had a, had a chance to shine. So, you know, in our case, League of Legends was, was actually our number one most popular market in April, and then it, that was followed by uh, Counter-Strike was actually our most popular market in the month of May. How do you go about, you know, prognosticating esports you obviously are going to need experts i mean and a lot of those times those experts could be 14 years old i mean how do you go about that yeah it's a good question uh i'm surely not the uh the line maker for esports i can't lie there but uh no we've got a great we've got a great team you know we've got dedicated line makers to each individual sport some of them are obviously versatile across different sports but yeah, these guys uh, are, are a little better at math than I am. What would you say, I mean, you've started a lot of companies. It's just, it, it, is it this in your bones that you start one and then you think about what can I do next? I mean, how does that work for you in your process? Sure. So, so I've been, you know, a technology entrepreneur for 15 years now. Um, being in the fantasy sports space for five plus, and uh, this is actually our third product within the fantasy sports world. So, you know, I like to dream them up by night, see them come to fruition by day, and and uh, you know, you got to keep iterating, you got to keep pivoting. Obviously, it's been a very roller, co- very much a roller coaster ride over the last five plus years in fantasy sports. You know, I'd I'd say the depths of late 2015 were were ironically a little worse for our business than uh, the last couple months, even though. We, we did get hit with a freight train when all of our revenue sources, all of our revenue streams uh, went away overnight. No doubt about it. Now let's talk about how you can get in and get out. And one of those things I like is if you're point, picking a sport, maybe just pick like three players instead of doing the entire lineup, worrying about transactions and trades. And I know that is part of the fun of fantasy, but that's also extremely time-consuming. So this is one of the ways you've cut the corners, right? Yeah, we, you know, I'm a season-long fantasy player. You know, that, that's where I fit into the, the landscape as a consumer. And we basically you know, aimed to create a daily fantasy game for the season-long player. That was the original intent of this. You know, I was never one to gravitate towards the FanDuel and DraftKings uh, format that's very, very much re- uh, re- resembling poker, um, where you have to worry about all the different players that are available. you got to worry about everybody you're playing against. In this case, it's just you against the projections pick two, three, or four uh, players, predict if they're going to go over under their projections, send it in, you're, you're now entertained for the night. A couple more questions for Adam Wexler, CEO and co-founder of Prize Picks. Um, when you think about uh, the pain of fantasy, what are some, what's some of the feedback you get from people who say, ah, I can't deal with it, it's just too much of a pain? Yeah, well, I mean, once again, you know, we, we would like to think that this is literally going to be the, the easiest, most simplified version of da- daily fantasy sports is a pretty broad concept. 
that has become synonymous with one format, or at least it did in this past decade. Uh, but there's a number of different daily fantasy sports formats, uh, and and we we just you know have a good uh, we have a good belief that over the next decade uh, this what we call single player fantasy and these over under predictions is going to become the most prevalent form. When you think about the fact that even Adam Silver, the commissioner of the NBA, a couple of years ago, saying, "Look, betting is coming, and we know it, state by state, not just Nevada and New Jersey now, California and others have opened up to maybe ha- having, uh, you know, gambling with an app." How does this affect your business as a fantasy sports guy? Does this help? Does it just drum up interest, or does it take away from you? What what happens with all that? You know, I, I think it's great. Obviously, the Supreme Court decision from you know a couple of years ago. Now, I think it was a little a little over two years ago. Now, uh, definitely brought a lot of awareness uh, throughout the country. Uh, but take take a state, take a state like uh, like California. Uh, you know, you guys because of you know the tribe's interest, you guys are probably not uh, going to be getting legal mobile sports betting anytime soon. And so, for that reason, a game like Ties Picks, where it's reminiscent of playing against the house. Uh, in, in the form of a fantasy game, it's the next best thing. It's the closest legal alternative. So uh, we'd like to think that we can carve out a nice niche through, throughout much of the country, uh, especially as we, we all await uh, the legalization to permeate through the rest of the country. So how do you go about it? A website, an app? How does it get done? Yeah, absolutely. We're, we're in both app stores, just prize picks. Strongly encourage everybody to read the reviews. They can see you know, what our customers have to say for themselves. Um, and then, you know, also online, prizepicks.com. Everybody that signs up gets a free two-pick entry to win 25 bucks out of the gates. Uh, uh, no catch there. And then, and then it's a 25% uh, deposit match uh, right away. You know, you always hear these stories about the guy who goes to the track and puts $2 on a pick six and, you know, gets $300,000. Have you taken it in the shorts at all like that as a company? Yeah, no, it's a fair question. Um, you know, when we were, when we were initially scaling up the product, uh, trying to figure out kind of what we wanted to, uh, you know, it's a, it's a game at the end of the day. And then, you know, for example, we actually tried out the notion of, of five picks in an entry uh, with bigger payouts, uh, but both from a risk management standpoint as well as from a customer retention standpoint, we didn't think that it was in our best interest to allow people to play the lottery of sorts. We thought it was much better if we just kind of gave them the option to just come in, like I said before, pick two, three, or four. Uh, and then we've got two different varieties. You, you know, there's the, there's the all or nothing play, which we call the power play. And then there's the flex play, which affords you the luxury of missing one and still winning some money. And then finally, you know, it's sort of like with, with smoking. If people get sick smoking, it's almost like they don't get the blame. They blame the cigarette company. And this is why you see a lot of gambling places that always tell you, look, only gamble what you can lose, and then they have gambling addiction hotlines. It's almost like they hold you responsible if they gamble too much. Have you seen patterns of people maybe going a little crazy and you've had to warn them or cut them off? Yeah, I think every operator needs to you know, be, be very cognizant of that. I mean, it's, it's our moral obligation you know, being in this industry uh, to be responsible uh, in, that, in that sense. And, and in our case, you know, we, we, we put certain uh, precautionary measures in place, such as the most you can currently win on any one entry is a thousand bucks. So we want you to just more, more than anything, kind of spread out your action, you know, get your, your wins and losses in 
across the board, but um, over over time. But uh, you know, you don't you don't come to Prize Picks to to try to uh, you know lose a million dollars overnight. Um, you know, we, we we want we want this to become a part of your you know daily behavior patterns. You know, as you're as you're turning on the TV to watch your favorite sports, you know, pull pull up your phone, pull up Prize Picks, and and you know, you basically get in the game uh, through a, through a new concept of daily fantasy. Spread out your action, get a piece of the action, check it out on the uh, app stores, both Google and on iOS. It is Prize Picks. We've been speaking with the man behind the whole operation, Adam Wexler. Adam, thanks for your time. Congratulations on it, and uh, let's talk down the road, man. Sounds good. Thanks for having me. I'm Rick Tittle. Lines are open 1-800-878-PLAY. Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors, just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how Simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit. One quick three-minute phone call. That's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published. Pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number. 800-603-0885. 800-603-0885. That's 800-603-0885. We are the Debt Destroyer Network. Any debt you have, credit card, tax, student loan debt, call now for free information that helps you destroy your debt. It's great advice. Plus, when you make this free call now, we have debt destroyer experts ready to help. They can show you how to destroy your debt and get your life back on track. Debt problems don't have to be overwhelming. You can live stress-free and debt-free. Credit cards, medical bills, IRS tax problems, even student loan debt. Learn about free programs offered by the credit card companies, hospitals, and even the government that can help slash your debt. Call the Debt Destroyer now for free information. Call now. 877-360-0402-877-360-0402-877-360-0402. That's 877-360-0402. At 28, I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober, and all it took was the one phone call. 
Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800 403 5912. 800 403 I wish you would try and slap Rick Tittle's mama's face. He would clown you. Ah, girl, don't act like I did when I didn't, because I said that. uh, Coming up next, by the way, Bruce Marshall, and we'll have a little hockey talk. Hockey. I got to do the hockey. Blah, 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 blah. All right, I can't do the French. Je ne l'ai pas tant que je Je n'ai pas. All right, sorry. Um, we talked about, um, well, you know, I want to do a little NFL news real quick concerning some vets, some veteran players. The uh, Cowboys are going to be making Dak Prescott their highest paid player in franchise history. They've been all in on signing him to a lucrative deal. There's no doubt. It's going to happen. Don't worry, fans. It's going to happen. But how about this from Michael Irvin, who, by the way, when he was on my show, he wanted me to know how I did my open where it says, he's so handsome, he's a genius. And I told him it was an app and it was my own voice. But anyway, he liked the open. He thinks that the Cowboys need to pay Dak back for what he's done, <clears throat> saying... Quote, Dak has done everything, and he has won. He has won a lot of football games in his first four years. So to say he doesn't deserve the money isn't totally correct. He does deserve the money. Dak has not been great, but perfect. Not necessarily in wins and losses, of course, but I'm talking about just the person that he's been, the kind of investment you want to make, the kind of guy you say, yeah, we hit it with this guy. We got him in the fourth round. You stole four years. So whatever he gets, he deserves because you owe him back pay. Damn. <clears throat> you stole four years? Now, what does he mean by that? Well, obviously he means that Zach was underpaid for how he performed. But this is what happened when you are a fourth-round pick and the third choice for Jerry Jones. Jerry Jones desperately wanted Paxton Lynch. He wouldn't fork over an extra pick that Denver would. Paxton Lynch cried at the Coliseum, and I think he's out of football. Then Reggie McKenzie decided he wanted 
Connor Cook out of Michigan State, who stunk and is out of football too. And so then Jerry Jones was like, uh, remember Jerry Jones wanted Johnny football and his son Steven's like, no, 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 Zach Martin. He's like, oh, Zach Martin, who's been the best guard in football since he's been drafted. All pro <laughs> every year he's been in the league. And one of the reasons that Zeke and Zach, my Z-man, have been doing too uh, well. Actually, oh, it's not Zach, it's Dak. Never mind, what did I say, Zach? <clears throat> Zeke and Dak. So multiple reports say that the Cowboys already offered Prescott the contract that would make him the highest-paid quarterback in the NFL. But Irving's suggestion is that um, they should give him more. The 2020 franchise tag was put down on the table. Dak has not signed it yet, but if he does, it'll pay him more than $31 million. But because he was a fourth-round pick without a fifth-year option or a high-ranking salary, so far, in those four years, he's made $2.72 million. Now, any other job where you get almost $3 million in four years, you have an amazing job. But when Michael Irvin sees that, he throws up. When I see it or you see it, our eyebrows get raised. You're like, wow, you got four years of Dak Prescott for 2.72? And you kind of understand what Michael's talking about here. He says it's business. Dak wants every penny. And Jerry wants to try to save every penny. But usually those kinds of deals, I always tell people, We'll get done as soon as the slipper falls off Cinderella. 12.01, something will get done. It'll come in and Dak will be, for a moment, the highest paid quarterback before Mahomes gets his. And he's absolutely right about that. Then, speaking of quarterbacks, Jameis Winston, who... I think a lot of people were surprised by the fact that the Saints brought him in. I know I was. They weren't going to be able to hold on to Bridgewater. And they also uh, talked about how Taysom Hill could be Drew Brees' replacement. Uh, Drew Brees, uh, who came under fire for just speaking his mind, saying, I don't like anybody dishonoring the American flag. But if you speak your mind like that right now, you're going to face a tremendous backlash. And then he said, sorry, I didn't mean anything by it. I'm on your side. Well, Jameis Winston is now with the Saints, and he signed a $1.1 million contract to be a backup. And he has a chance to learn from a future Hall of Famer. And he will not be a starting quarterback this year if Breeze is healthy. Even though he led the NFL in passing 5,109 yards, but also interceptions, of course, with 30 to go to 33 touchdowns. Now, if you think that's a precedent, I remember Jeff George led the NFL in passing with the Raiders, and he didn't go to the Pro Bowl because everybody hated him. So he's embracing his new role in New Orleans, but here's the thing. Winston is 26 years old. That's amazing. And he has not resigned to say, I'm a backup forever. In fact, he believes in himself to the point where he said, quote, I know what I'm worth. And I know day in and day out with publicly coming in and saying it that historically I'm one of the best quarterbacks to play the game. End quote. Wow. 
And, hey, if you throw for over 5,100 yards, you should be confident. I don't know about taking care of the ball. Uh, apparently, he's dropped uh, 20 pounds. He's vegan now. He's also been working uh, with trainers on his habits in the pocket. Um, during his five seasons in Tampa Bay, he threw 88 interceptions, which is an obscene amount of number. But he said, sometimes your biggest strength can be your biggest weakness. I'm an attacker, and I try to attack consistently. I'm trying to attack every time I play. I want you to feel my presence every time I'm in the game, but at the same time, I'm the quarterback. I have the ball. I'm the one who says this goes here and that goes there. I am the answer. So learning how to manage that attack mode and how to manage that not attack mode is the balance. I'm trying to find that perfect balance. Now you can be cynical and say, come in, come on. The guy has already shown what he's had. You know, Winston did say that his last 10 picks came when he had a broken thumb and, you know, he was trying to play through it. But, you know, I think he probably thought he was going to stick around until the Tampa Bay Buccaneers got a guy named, what is it? Oh, yeah, Tom Brady. So right after that, you know, there's always somebody who likes you if you've got talent like that. At least one guy. And that guy was Sean Payton. Sean Payton did not hide his desire to get him down in the Crescent City. And he got his wish. He got that deal a little over a month after he got cut by the Bucks, and now he has a chance to um, work with Winston. But it's, it's really more of a chance for Winston because the Saints don't need Winston as much as he needs them. And as I say, you have a quarterback guru, an offensive, one of the most uh, outstanding offensive minds in football, this side of Andy Reid, guy who's won a ring. And then you have uh, Drew Brees, who seems like a great teammate, despite the fact that some people in the locker room will probably have to uh, have conversations with him and what things mean. But Winston said, it's different when you have someone who's a Hall of Fame quarterback that you can ask, and he can say, hey, bro, don't watch this stuff. Just watch me. Come work out with me. Let's work out together. Let's do this again. Let's watch film together. Now he has no choice because I'm going to be sitting in the room. I'm going to be with him every day. There's people talking about me like I'm an old, washed-up quarterback, like I'm 40 years old. I've got so much life. I've got so much energy, man. This is not over for me. And yes, when you're 26, 40 sounds old. <laughs> it definitely sounds hella old. Uh, and it's not. Look at the guy who was drafted two overall right after him by Tennessee. That's the kid out of Oregon, a guy named Marcus Mariota. And where is he right now? He's in Las Vegas, and he'll be backing up Derek Carr. And I can tell you as a Raider fan, it's been a long time since we had a backup we could trust. Maybe Rich Gannon till he became the starter. All right, I'm Rick Tittle. We'll come on back on Sports Violent. Travelers. 
Do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call. Because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go and pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at Low Cost Airlines. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Attention homeowners. Do you have a house that's in need of serious repairs? Do you have tenants that never seem to make their monthly payments? How about code violations, past due taxes, or maintenance costs you just can't afford? Then call my friends right now with Quick Cash Offer. They specialize in buying any home, no matter how ugly the situation. Turn that problem property into cash right now. It's just that simple. One call and you can get rid of that home headache forever. They buy the ugliest houses with instant closings, instant cash, and huge savings. Plus, there are no realtor fees, no listing fees, and no repair costs. Just cash in your hands for that painful property. They're buying a few more houses in your neighborhood this month. So take advantage of this cash offer and call Quick Cash Offer now. 800-426-2301. 800-426-2301. That's 800 800- 426-2301. As Gotch brings it in, Sharks get it out. Here's a breakaway. Patrick Marlowe scores! cares about anything else when you've got Rick Tittle on the radio. Oh, thank you for that, and welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast around the world on American Forces Radio Network. We always like to check in once a week with our buddy Bruce Marshall down in Las Vegas. The Gold Sheet 
goldsheet.com, goldsheet.com. Make sure to check it out for all your prognostication requirements. And we talk a little hockey. And, uh, Bruce, the NHL was pretty much the first team to come back, uh, first league, I should say, to come back with an official post-coronavirus outbreak uh, plan. But it looks like, you know, neutral venue probably in August. And it's going to be, you know, teams that were hot, like the Bruins and your Knights and the Flyers will say, oh, we've lost our momentum. But other teams who were kind of petering out, like the Stars and the Islanders and the the Jackets will feel rejuvenated. And you'd say, well, you know, Boston lost home ice because now it's in a neutral venue. But right now, I don't think anybody really cares or has a lot of sympathy for some of these teams. We, we, we just want the, the sport back. What do you think? Yeah, exactly, Rick. And I think when it comes back, uh, this is going to be intriguing. I'm not sure how to handicap this stuff. Uh, you know, not that it's ever easy, but, you know, everything we knew from last season, I, it, I think you look at it sort of as a new season, uh, so the players are going to be the same as when we last saw them in March. I mean, the time off is, is like, you know, an off season, if not a little bit more by the time they get back on the ice. And we always tell the early portions of a season, I mean, are, uh, you know, not indicative of where you see things at the end. I mean, things can get kind of uh, crazy. A couple of years ago, uh, the 2018-19 season, the last full season we had, I mean, from the start of the season through Thanksgiving, you would have thought the Buffalo Sabres would have been maybe in the Stanley Cup finals, and then they ended up making the playoffs altogether. So there could be, you know, and it's a goal for, uh, you know, the NBA too, and they get back mostly, I think, for the NHL. Really see some surprises come out. Some teams come out flying here, uh, and, and there's other factors as well that could impact this stuff. But I think the bottom line is the form, form chart from before the lockdown is going to be tempted to be thrown out. You know, a lot of great players never played in the playoffs. Obviously, Ernie Banks. But you think about a guy like Felix Hernandez, never played in a playoff game. Mike Trout's only played in three. He's lost all three. And I think about Connor McDavid when he came in and had such a great run in the beginning. But the last three years, the Oilers have been out. And you can argue that McDavid is the best hockey player in the world. And so I think for the league, to get Edmonton back into the playoffs, is uh, I think it's good for the league, don't you? Yes, and I think it's good uh, that uh, McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl, too, when it comes time for them to be able to move and, and creations is that they, that they stay there and they don't they don't do this you know the NBA thing you've got to look at a big city and, and everything beneath them if they don't go to a, to a big market um, I would hope that they would stay there it would it would help for Edmonton to do something here in the, in the playoffs to make them uh, more compelled to stay there they've had some coaching changes the last couple of years since they made it uh, made a run there uh, three years ago now last run. At that point, uh, Rick, I thought Edmonton was the next big thing after in the spring of 2017 when they beat the Sharks in the playoffs there and they took the Ducks to seven. Uh, but uh, that seems like forever ago. But they did turn it around some this season. They'll be a team to watch, I think, when the playoffs begin. And uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that McDavid and Dreisaitl will both uh, stick it out there in Edmonton. You know, when I look at Toronto, it's amazing when you think of a an original six team like them with all the money they spend on even their coach like Babcock. They have not won a playoff series in 16 years. They've been out 
and won the last three years. And they, kind of like my Sharks, they have a lot of money tied up in the stars. They have $40 million tied up in Tavares, Matthews, Marner, and uh, Nylander right now. So I'm kind of wondering, I don't think they're going to blow it up if it doesn't work. I mean, they were still fighting for their playoff lives when the league went into shutdown. But do you think they could get to the point where they're like, you know what, screw it. I know a lot of people wanted to blow up my Sharks when they lost to the Kings after being up 3-1. I didn't think it was wise. They said, get rid of, you know, uh, Pavelski and Hurdle and Big Joe and, and, and Marlowe. And I thought, why would you get rid of your best players? But do you think this is kind of a make-or-break thing for Toronto with all the money they spend? Thanks, be Rick. Um, I sort of equate Toronto here. This could be like the, the Washington Nationals, uh, the NHL version of the Nationals, perhaps. Remember, the Nationals kept, uh, just never could get over a play at a hurdle. Um, and all that talent they seem to have there. And then finally last year, some different things happened and, and it clicked. For Toronto, you're wondering if the same thing might happen. I think they've got to win a, a playoff series here. Now, the fact that they're not going to have to run into the Bruins right off the bat coming back. And Boston has been the real roadblock for Toronto in recent years. This could serve as the catalyst for the uh, the, the uh, Leafs, just the way that wild card win for the Nats over the Brewers last year. It was only one game thing, but all of a sudden the Nats had won a series. They won that dramatically so too. So they, they knocked a, a lot of bugaboos out, but that one game of win over the, the Brewers. If the Leafs can get by... They'll come around when they get when they come back. It might have the same effect. So uh, they're one of those things that I would really watch here because of that and the fact they could get some momentum and some confidence. And I think sometimes it's been between the years of the Leafs in recent years in the playoffs and maybe just getting some success there and avoiding the Bruins early might turn that thing around. They're a team I'm going to watch close when this thing comes back, Rick. Got more questions for Bruce Marshall in Vegas with the gold sheet. Um, if the season uh, had continued, it looked like Chicago was going to miss the playoffs for their third straight year, and you probably think their GM, Stan Bowman, was going to get fired. I say that because the team president, John McDonough, already got fired earlier this year. They will be taking on the aforementioned Edmonton Oilers in their play-in series, but the Blackhawks, out of 24 playoff teams, they're the 23rd seed I don't think anybody's given them a chance against the Oilers, but do you think they're going to clean house and uh, maybe Bowman would go as well? It just seems like a, a place like uh, Chicago, three years outside of the playoffs, is too much. Rick, I, I thought uh, that uh, the Hawks were en route to, if they finished the season, if they didn't disrupt the season in March, uh, that uh, we got to April, the season finished, they missed the playoffs. I thought that's when they were going to hit the check button on Bowen. Um, so this might uh, you know, this might change things a little bit uh, uh, having get the play, especially if they won. So I don't know. I thought he was probably on his way out. This could change things a little bit give him one more chance like he was doing himself. It brings up another question though, Rick, is that whenever this playoff gets done and they said it's most it could go sixty eight days from the time it started, say it's August one they're done by October 8th, but, um, you know, there's, there's going to be a very compressed time period between the end of this season and the start of the next one, it would be uh, more than usual. There'd have to be a lot of front office stuff changing uh, in a short period of time 
and a remake of Rosters. So I think actually Sam Bowman might be one of the beneficiaries of the lockdown. The Blackhawks may just let this thing ride for a little bit longer, and, and I think teams are going to be reluctant in a shorter, compressed offseason to make changes. So I think this might have saved them. And if, if, he won one, if he can do something in the playoffs, they can knock off the Oilers, I think. He might save the job. We'll see. Another interesting thing, <clears throat> when you look at the Rangers, Bruce, they have a plan against the Canes, and there's been some discussion about who do they want to go with between the pipes. Obviously, Henrik Lundqvist is the face of the franchise, and if you look in playoff history, he's been in 11 times. He's top 15 all-time for playoff goalies. He's got a 922 save percentage, but... He's had a bad year. His backup, Alexander Georgiev, has played better. And then they got this kid, their goalie of the future, a Russian named Igor Shosturkin, who played in 12 games and was amazing. So there are Ranger fans who say, we got to go with the Rock. He's proved himself in the playoffs. He'll rise to the occasion. Some people say, no, his backup's better. And the other ones say, screw both of them. Let's go with the kid. So they have a choice between three guys. What would you do? I might go with the, the kid. Uh, I get, if he was the hot one at, at the end of the regular season, that might be the way I would go. When I saw the Rangers back in November, it was Georgia up in there, but once Chris had been struggling, and uh, uh, you know, I think at this stage they may roll the dice with, 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 with the kid. Hard to say. I, I, I think Lundquist might be the least likely option there, just on that field, because I think he's a little past his sell-by date here. Uh, it certainly looked like it during the season. I mean, it's not seven, eight years ago with one pitch when he could turn series around by himself. I mean, I think we saw that in the regular season. I think it's probably one of the other two. And then, um, finally, uh, the gold sheet. What's going on? And also, two-part question, casinos reopening in the Silver State. What's going on? Yes, they did reopen. I haven't bought in one yet, but I've driven by one near where I live in Green Valley Ranch, and there's there's a lot of people in there, and cars, and a lot of people from California came over. They always come over to Las Vegas anyway, but I think people who wanted to escape California uh, found, they came here to Las Vegas, and so it was pretty brisk in there in the casinos, and they're taking precautions, and there's the people with masks, and they're separating people and taking their temperatures, but it's alive again, I think, so... Uh, that's uh, that's good. So uh, Vegas is open, open for business again. Uh, we will be at the goal sheet, too, as soon as they start playing games. In the meantime, I'll have some uh, European soccer picks up with uh, Vegas Insider and uh, Wager Talk. Uh, but as soon as we get the games going, we'll have up at goalsheet.com. There it is, and the Prem gets going this weekend. This is, or I should say next weekend, we've been speaking with uh, Bruce Marshall. Check it out, goldsheet.com. Bruce, always appreciate your time, my buddy, and we'll talk to you next week. Okay, Rick. Thanks. There he is. We'll take a quick break. Come on back on Sports Bot.
Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a hundred years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. I'm going to tell you how you can get real health care for as little as $6 a day. Yes, now you can get affordable health care for you and your family immediately and save as much as 50% off your current monthly health care payments. Our plans are perfect for people that are self-employed, can't afford health benefits where they work, or just want to pay less for their current health care. And coverage is guaranteed regardless of your medical condition. We even offer some of the new Christian faith-based health benefits. Save up to 50% on your family's health care. Make a free quick call now. There are no contracts and we give you a 10-day money-back trial period. Call Provision Enrollment right now for your risk-free guaranteed health insurance quote starting at $6 a day. 800-472-5145. 800-472-5145. That's 800-472-5145. Are you paying too much for term life insurance? There's a tremendous price war among the major term life companies. Rates have dropped dramatically in the past two years. For example, a man age 45 non-tobacco user. $1 million of coverage is only $75 per month, level for the next 10 years. Or a man age 50 non-tobacco user can buy a half million dollars of coverage for a monthly premium of only $110. Guaranteed not to change for the next 20 years. That's right, level rates for 20 years. And if you're a smoker we have great rates for you as well at the term lifeline we specialize in policies of a half million dollars and above so if you're looking for new or replacement term life insurance call right now for a free quote rates and availability may vary by state sample rate quotes are based on preferred not tobacco underwriting exam required to qualify 800-807-1981 800-807-1981 that's 800-807-1981 I joined the Army because my father and my brother were in the Army. I thought I'd better join before I got drafted. Son, uh, there ain't no draft no more. There was one? Tittle always goes commando. Thank you for that. A couple minutes left. We mentioned yesterday that Bubba Wallace, who after his race on Sunday almost fainted, he was wearing his I Can't Breathe Black Lives Matter shirt. Well, 
He also had something to say last night on CNN when he was being asked about it. He is the only American in the uh, top level of NASCAR who is African-American. And he said, quote, my next step would be to get rid of all Confederate flags. There should be no individual that is uncomfortable showing up to our events to have a good time with their family that feels some type of way about something they have seen, an object they have seen flying. No one should feel uncomfortable when they come to a NASCAR race. So it starts with Confederate flags. Get them out of here. They have no place for them. The narrative on that before is I wasn't bothered by it, but I don't speak for everyone else. I speak for myself. What I am chasing is checkered flags. That was kind of my narrative, end quote. And some of uh, some other drivers joined out with Wallace on social media to express that they uh, agreed with that. NASCAR currently does have a longstanding policy to disallow the use of the Confederate flag on any official NASCAR uh, capacity, but they have not banned it outright. And... Um, Watson said, uh, diving more into it and educating myself, people feel uncomfortable with that. People talk about that. That's the first thing they bring up. So there's going to be a lot of angry people that carry those flags proudly, but it's time for a change. Not everyone has said it's being banned. Wallace's Penske teammate, Brad Keselowski, said, I'm not going to tell people they need to get rid of it because that's not my right either, but I certainly don't salute it or respect it or probably anyone else who feels the same way but at the end of the day it's not our call so uh listen i understand you know people saying why would you pull down that statue of robert e lee it's part of our heritage um but then other people saying no it's a reminder that uh that we were uh slaves hello and uh we were treated like property and cattle and worse and uh, it's just a bad reminder. The, the Confederate flag is, it, it's a shame too, because the design of it, I, I like the design of it. I just don't like what it represents. It's like the waste of a nice looking flag. <laughs> I probably shouldn't even say it looks nice. I don't like what it represents, but there's some symmetry to it. All right. Tittle pro Confederate flag. That's not what I said. All right, we got another hour together. Come on back. Hi, I'm Dr. Robert Clapper, Chief of Orthopedic Surgery at Cedars-Sinai Medical Group in Los Angeles, California. 
dedicated to your health, your life, and your sports. As a weekend warrior, you know about sports injuries and pain. Exercise is an important element in keeping your body's core in good shape to minimize sports injuries. But when you are in pain, there is one product that I recommend to my patients, and that is Blue Goo Gel. Blue Goo consists of a proprietary formula developed specifically for the treatment of inflammation and general muscle aches and strains. I recommend Blue Goo for my patients coping with hip and knee pain before surgery, especially bursitis and tendonitis. Give Blue Goo a try. Call 1-888-330-0123 and you'll receive a one-week supply of Blue Goo absolutely free. The makers of Blue Goo are even paying the shipping. The number again is 1-888-330-0123. If you want more information on Blue Goo, visit online at www.dothegoo.com. Now available at select big five stores near you. Rick Tittle knows his sports. I hate that guy. I love that guy. Oh my gosh, he's so fine. Rick Tittle brings home the bacon, fries it up in a pan, and then he eats it. Ricky T in the hizzle for shizzle, biznatch. Welcome back to the show. Hour three is underway. A runaway train you can't stop at the cavalcade of entertainment, the participation, all that good stuff is here for you at 1-800-878-PLAY. No guest book this hour, so you are my guest. Feel free to chime in and whatever you want to talk about uh, in the world of sports or beyond. As I said, we can uh, take a little respite now and then. If we ever get off the freeway, we'll, we'll get you right back on. By the way, you know those people who they think something's wrong with their car or they need to look at their phone or they need to look at a map, whatever, and they pull over on the freeway? Who are those people? Were they raised in a barn? Were they born in a barn? There's a thing called an off-ramp. They pull over on the freeway. We pulling over on the freeway. We're loving a pink car. Sorry. Anyway, <clears throat> let me know when we're back. Oh, we're hot. This microphone's hot. Um, I tell the kids, always treat every microphone as if it's hot, and then every once in a while I don't even take my own advice. All right. It's like a gun. You have to treat every gun like it's loaded. That's why you never point a gun at somebody. Ever. Even when you know it's not loaded. Because there have been plenty of times when, oh, there's nothing in the chamber. Oh, there was. Yeah. You don't point it at somebody, and then people don't get shot. It's an easy thing. It's like when you go to a gun range... Especially like, I remember one time, San Bruno Police, I went to the gun range. And they're not bragging, but they put out a uh, revolvers and pistols, and I was a better shot than the cops. Guns I've never shot before. And that wasn't like, ooh, I'm so cool. It was, I couldn't believe how lame these cops were at shooting guns. <laughs> so, 1985, San Bruno Police Department, you should be ashamed of yourself that you couldn't shoot straight. What am I talking about? Oh, yeah, sports, that's it, I think. Um, a big uh, hello and salute to everyone in the military. Um, I know it's hard enough to be away from home, and if you're overseas, just know that we're thinking about you, and we appreciate what you do, and you allow us to do everything we do back here because you keep us safe, and we appreciate it. You hold the shield, and you're brave, so we don't have to be because a lot of us just wouldn't be brave enough for it. Come on back. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Right. 
Could your car use a spring cleaning? Now's the time to stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts for great deals on everything you need to keep your car looking new. Like Mother's California Gold Wash and Wax, just $4.99 for a 64-ounce bottle. That's a $6 savings. Or online at O'ReillyAuto.com. O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Do you owe $10,000 or more on at least two federal student loans? Then you may qualify for new programs offered by the Department of Education. These programs can reduce your interest, lower your payments, and possibly qualify you for loan forgiveness. If you have $10,000 or more and at least two federal student loans and currently not in school, you may qualify for one of these programs. Call now to check your eligibility. Student loan advisors are standing by to help you determine if you qualify for these new programs. They can help you reduce your interest, lower your payment, and even forgive a portion of your student loan debt. Take control of your financial future. Make this free five-minute free call now to Nationwide Student Loans and learn how you can reduce your student loan debt. 800-439-7851 Tired of the same old hat? CoverageGear.com is the top destination to find the hats and gear you need to represent your favorite pro teams and players. Head to CoverageGear.com with the promo code RADIO and grab a cap with the iconic jersey number of the all-time greats and current stars from the NBA, NFL, MLB, and more. These classic hats come in the font and style of the superstars team. So with the number 30 from Golden State, number 2 from the Yankees, number 23 from the Bulls, or a number 12 from the Packers, CoverageGear.com will help you honor the legends of yesterday and today. And with Father's Day coming up, timing couldn't be better to check out our collection of dad hats, trucker caps, beanies, stickers, and more. Use promo code RADIO and get 20% off. That's promo code RADIO at CoverageGear.com. CoverageGear.com. We've got you covered. Anyone who builds, remodels, or repairs for a living, we know the way you work has changed. That's why Lowe's is committing today to build new ways to keep you working tomorrow. We are proud to introduce the new Lowe's for Pros job site, powered by Stream, an augmented video chat tool so you can be there for your customers without actually being there. And the cost to use? Try it free through October 31st at lowesforpros.com slash proloyalty. Just one of the reasons why Lowe's is the new home for pros. Services subject to stream terms, Lowe's loyalty membership required, more terms apply. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a genius, the best show ever. He's so wonderful, genius, the best show ever. He's so wonderful, titillating sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a he's so handsome, he's a genius. Thank you so much. Welcome back to the show. And lines are available at 1-800-878-PLAY. Very interesting story. Major League Baseball has accused umpire. Oh, you know what? He was asked about yesterday, and we have him on the line. Armand. Well, we just had Mario in Florida ask how you've been yesterday. So do you want to give us an update? Well, yes, I will. Thank you, Mario. Uh, you know, I've been fine like everybody else, you know, dealing with this 
pandemic, so I've been doing what I could to stay safe. Uh, and there's no sports to talk about, so I haven't had much to say. So, <laughs> other than that, I've been doing fine. They're living good and healthy. Fortunately for me, I did not have to get uh, furloughed or anything, so I've been completely mm-hmm. Yeah, Life has well, been normal. All right, thanks for the update. What's on your mind, Holmes? Uh, no problem. Well, you know, with uh, the NBA having their season come back together, so I guess the next month sports won't be a part of it. Uh, the NFL still has some time to go. Major League Baseball is a big issue. I don't know if they're coming back. I don't necessarily blame them because the position they just put in, they did not get the same spring training. And unfortunately for them, this pandemic really hit at a time where they were just getting started. So they won't even really be able to have a game plan for how they would want their season to go, whereas the NBA was almost done easier to kind of finish that up than when baseball was trying to start. So the question becomes this, Rick. Who do you blame if you have any blame to go around? And also I want to get into this discussion of why baseball uh, isn't so you cut out there. Who do I blame or not blame about what? Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, who did you blame if you have any blame about baseball not playing season if they don't play? Oh, 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 I hear what you're saying. I 100% blame the owners because the players agreed to prorated salaries in spring, which was fair, just pay us for the games we play. And then the owners found out that there weren't going to be fans and then they're going to take a bigger hit. So they've come back with three different plans that will pay the players about 33% of their salary. And it's just simply, I don't care how rich you are, it's just simply not fair. So this is one time where I'm 100% with the players. Okay, yeah, I didn't know that. Well, yeah, well... Unfortunately, ownership is always finding a way to try to save a few bucks. And, uh, you know, you, you you can't do that. It's just, it's just uh, you know, owners being owners, I guess. I mean, unfortunately, Major League Baseball has always had this history of getting in its own way. Uh, I will say this, Rick. Um, there comes a point in time where baseball has got to understand that you're losing traction with the public even though you have people like us that love the game, you know, they've got to understand that you can't keep playing games where you seem to make it just about you. I understand the labor issues. You know, I don't want somebody telling me how to be at my job, so I won't tell you how to be at yours. But uh, baseball's got to understand that you've fallen behind the NFL, the NBA, and popularity, and you don't want to go any worse than that. Um, they were having a discussion on another station about what's wrong with baseball. Personally, I don't think anything is necessarily wrong with sports. It's how they play the game. Uh, I equate it to slow-pitch softball games. It's too much about home runs. There's not enough baseball being played. You know, walk strikeouts or home runs is not exciting. The lack of defense that you see, some of these guys can't even hit the cutoff man as a professional. It's just the way the game is played, I don't think lends itself to this day and time as well. Uh, there was a time where baseball could be the most popular sport because of the society we lived in. I 
think now society is much more aggressive and the sport of baseball itself just doesn't lend itself to that particular, uh, I guess you could say, generation. I don't know about what's your thoughts on that. Um, I don't know. Um, I mean, it's funny. I was just talking about this yesterday. Theodore Roosevelt didn't like baseball. I mean, he was our most sporty president ever. He fought in a war, but he thought baseball was for wimps. There's always going to be those people who find baseball too slow, but I, I don't think our, I mean, people, you know, we, we know that the commissioners the last two, the last 10 years have been trying to speed up the game, speed up the game. And you're right. It sucks that every other league has their crap together and they're going to restart and these guys won't and it's going to hurt. And there are going to be a lot of people who once again say, uh, I'm off baseball. But I still think when they come back, I mean, this sport has gained revenue five years in a row. It's worth over $10 billion now. It's wildly popular, but they just can't get out of their own way. Yeah, you know, that's funny that Kathy Roosevelt would say that it was a wimp. But, you know, it's like, I don't know, man. The thing about baseball, like, I grew up loving it. We all played it. Even if you couldn't play it, it was something that you were just born in. Um, I don't understand this idea about how it moves too slow, but you watch a football game, and they even say over the course of, what, three, three and a half hours, you probably get a total of 40 to 45 minutes of actual football being played. No, um, you get 18 minutes. Oh, really? That little? Yeah. Wow. Okay. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, it, it, it's funny because, like, football is presented as a production. You have a TV timeout, score a touchdown, kick the extra point, go to commercial, kick off, and after the turn or the kneel down in the end zone, uh, you have another set of commercials. But yet, nobody talks about that as being slow. What I love about baseball is the fact that you do have all day to play. There is no time. And that you can really play the game the way you need to play to win it. I think a big problem with baseball is that it's just too much specialization. You know, you got a left-handed pitcher for this guy, throws two pitches, comes out of the game, and you bring in another pitcher, and it just becomes repetitive for the course of a couple of innings. And it, it really takes away from the complete game that pitchers were expected to pitch from the starter. You know, uh, you know, guys are just talking about, I mean, like, watch angles with hitting the baseball. I remember you got up try to make contact that you were good enough you got a hit or a home run or something. But I, I just think that the problem I have with baseball is going back to Billy B and that money ball style of play where I don't think you can legislate how to play a game once it's been designed to play. I think you just go out and play and the best players will show you how to play the game. I think that's happening in sports overall. Like, let's play kick and football. How do you legislate a tackle? You know, a tackle is a tackle, and that's it. You know, it's just this specialization where we got to make sure that everybody has a nice little role because they can't do anything else. It's stupid. Just go out there and let the guys play, and then coaching the game from the boot, you know, making sure that we got to have a guy with high on-base percentage play, but then he can't do anything once he gets all base. Like, one of the dumbest things I heard from Billy B. We traded Stefan partly because he only had a 300 on-base percentage. And I'm like, what? But the man hit the whole run for you. Why are you worried about his on-base percentage? 
but yet we kept a guy like Jeremy Giambi because, well, he can get on base 37% of the time, 37, 37, 5, to be particular. But the man didn't know how to fly going into home plate on the post play in the playoff game. I was like, what the hell does on base percentage matter if you can't do nothing with it? I just, <laughs> I don't know. It's just me going on a rant. It's been a long time. But the way that they just manage baseball nowadays, I will admit, it gets to me as somebody who grew up with a well balanced game back. Well, I'll, I'll tell you this, Armand. I got to go to a break, but I'm telling you, the one thing that you will like is the fact that, you know, and this is going to be weird, but every pitcher has to pitch to at least three guys. So the days of the lefty specialists look like they're done. Thanks for the call and the rant, man. We'll talk to you soon. No problem. All right, I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back on Sports Byline. Who's watching? Tell me who's watching. I know that a lot of times, Mom, it might not seem like I'm listening to you, but I am. I hear you. And what you say really does matter to me. I mean, let's be honest. No kid likes rules, but I get why we have them. I hear you, and I know it's because you care. All the talks we've had over the years, including what you've told me about not using alcohol and other drugs, they stick with me. And believe it or not, they really do make a difference, especially at times that matter most. Hey. Want a drink? No, thanks. I'm good. So thank you, Dad, for talking and preparing me for what's ahead. Thanks, Mom, for never giving up and always being my biggest fan. Thank you for letting me know what you expect so I can try to meet your expectations. Thank you for talking. For more information about talking with your kids about underage use of alcohol and other drugs, visit underagedrinking.samhsa.gov. Attention timeshare owners. This is an urgent consumer alert from the Timeshare Exit Hotline, a national company specializing in helping consumers legally get out of their expensive timeshare contracts. We're offering you a way to legally get rid of your timeshare. So if you're fed up with the maintenance fees that keep on coming and want to learn if you can terminate your timeshare legally and permanently, call today. Even if you've tried before and were unsuccessful in getting rid of your timeshare, call today and see if we can help. We offer a complete 100% unconditional client satisfaction guarantee. Make this completely free call and learn how we can help you legally put an end to your timeshare nightmare once and for all. You have nothing to lose, so call right now to qualify and receive a free consultation. 800-880-7167. 800-880-7167. That's 800-880-7167. Paid for by Airtime Media. Hello and welcome back to the Ronnie Deutsch Tax Program. On the line is Paul from California. Hi, Paul. What's your tax problem today? Hi, Ronnie. Love your show. Listen, I've got a big problem. You see, my paycheck was garnished last week, and I'm only getting half the normal amount. To make matters worse, the IRS froze my bank account. Listen, I'm embarrassed and scared. I need some help. Listen, Paul, you don't need to feel embarrassed. You just need some tax help. And the great news is the IRS has some unbelievable programs that can eliminate your tax 
tax debt so you don't have to worry about having your paycheck garnished or your bank levied. Doesn't that sound great? It sure does, Ronnie. Then do yourself a huge favor and get a free consultation right now and tell them the tax lady sent you. 855 715 5721. 855 715 Tittle ate 200 chicken wings at your mama's house last night. Now, back to Fat Boy. Fake news. No, I ain't going to other people's houses right now. We kind of locked down. 1-800-878-PLAY. Come on in and get heard if you want. Let's go to New York City with my man, Charlie. What's up, Charlie? Rick, how are you doing, my friend? Um, just wanted to follow up on the previous caller regarding the Cespedes trade. Wasn't that trade made made because the A's or Bean, I should say, since he runs that like a you know like a dictatorship, he uh, he wanted a, a big game pitcher. He wanted Lester because they were they soured on Samarja. Wasn't that and and the team? Not that I'm defending the trade, but wasn't the, the philosophy or the theory behind, or the rumor behind that was that they wanted uh, Samarja wasn't the big game pitcher they had thought he was going to be in that second half of the season and that they wanted to get Lester uh, and then which they ultimately got him in that one game playoff and we know what the history of that game was but wasn't that the, the theory or the rumor behind that trade yeah moving so, yeah because I think Bean was looking at all the years they had gone to the playoffs and choked against the Yankees and the Red Sox and he was looking at a playoff series if they got past the wild card game. Well, at the time they were a division, you know, they were the best team in the in the in the in the league. So they weren't right. even thinking wild card. But he was looking at a series where he was gonna have to start Tommy Malone or Dan Straley. And I think he's like, There's a loss. So right. he went out and he got the best playoff pitcher who ironically was the best pitcher versus Kansas City in the history of any pitcher facing Kansas City with a minimum of 50 innings. Um, but he destroyed the chemistry of the team. Even Stephen Vogt mentioned he destroyed the chemistry of the team as Ooh, well. Lester uh, destroyed the, the chemistry? No, Lester. I'm sorry. The, 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 the Cespedes not being there. Not that destroyed Lester destroyed the chemistry, it. right. That's what I had read. Too. Yeah. It totally threw the lineup mm-hmm. off. And, and it just, yeah, it, it screwed up the chemistry. Um, so, uh, in 20, uh, hindsight being 2020 or at the time, it's easy to say 2020, uh, but at the time, were you happy with that trade? I'll tell you my reaction. I was driving to work to get on BART, the, the uh, subway out here in the Bay area. And I turned on the morning show because I was going to be working an A's game that night, I think. And I, and I was listening to Chris Townsend and Rick Buecher and I heard, you know, Townie trying to be upbeat. 
and he said, hey, we're going to miss Cespedes, but Lester, it, and I heard that, and I pulled over, and I thought I was going to throw up. I'm like, you did not trade Ioana Cespedes. It's not possible. The Addison Russell thing hurt, but, you know, he wasn't an established major, major leaguer. Maybe he was going to be terrible. That one hurt, but I wanted to throw up because I knew it was all over. I knew we wouldn't win the World Series, and I lashed out at it, and people said, I'm so giddy happy right now that we have John Lester. Now we have a chance. And I said, I completely disagree. Lester is a great pitcher, but I think this is over. And I didn't I, and I didn't think it would be as bad as it was. They were the worst team in the second half and didn't get into the playoffs until the last day of the season. Uh, no, I, I know. And they were desperate at the end putting Adam, Adam Dunn. And, and uh, I, I don't know if I had that type of reaction, but I, I – I, I just, I, yes, I had a, I had an adverse reaction too, only because, I mean, maybe it's very simplistic, but yes, but Cespedes was an everyday player. He, he, he was, you know, he, he, he anchored that lineup, and I thought their pitching was good enough. I mean, I, I'm not a super fan of Shamarja, and, and you know, I forget the other pitcher they got from the Cubs, Hamill, was that his name? Yeah, um, yeah, 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 and um, so no, I wasn't, but I, I thought they had enough, and and but ironically, in that game, I said, all right, well, you got Lester in the one game, and then you know we'll, we'll get past the Royals, and then they can reshuffle, the, you know, uh, the you know get Sonny Gray, maybe start game one, and go from there. And unfortunately, you know what mm-hmm. happened. Yeah, I just wanted your your sense on that because yeah, I I, I wasn't as sick as you, but I, I definitely a head scratcher, and I felt it was uh i don't want to say a desperation trade but it, it maybe was uh, you know a bit of a desperation trade anyway rick that's all i got buddy all right i'll talk to you soon take care thanks for the call charlie i appreciate it that's charlie out there in new york and the lines are open 1-800-878-PLAY and this was in the in billy i trust and he's going all in and this is what we want this is where it's at and I just been watching sports my whole life, and I I just got the worst, worst, worst feeling when that happened. As I said, it's one thing to to trade a prospect. He had nothing to do with the setup of the team. It was just hard to trade your first round pick for a couple of okay pitchers and Samarjo, Samarjo and Jason Hamill. But you know, I I tried to embrace that. That hurt. But I thought you know Samarjo is a good guy. He's a, he's a big bastard and. Maybe he'll come through. He was, you know, he went to the All-Star game and he sat in the American League dugout, but he put on the Cubs hat because you remember he was, he went as a Cub, but he, you know, so I, I remember I asked Samarja, you're, you're leaving the only place you've ever known. Is that hurt? And he said, I'm right where I want to be. And then someone said, do baseball players have the same mentality as football players? And he goes, no, they're all punters. You know, he was hilarious. And then I watched him, and this was mid-game that we had the press conference. I watched him go down to the dugout, and I saw him joking and joshing with these guys that were complete strangers, like he'd been on the team the whole year. He just has this magnetic personality, and he's also enormous. He would have been, you know, a Megatron type of receiver in the NFL. Now, not that good, but he wouldn't have been really good <clears throat> if you think about. You know, he would have been more like a McCaffrey type of guy or a, maybe an Eric Decker, but he would have been really good in the NFL. I mean, look, he got Brady Quinn drafted in the first round. So um, that 
definitely hurt, no doubt. Now, getting back to Angel Hernandez. Angel Hernandez, who's been vilified by fans and broadcasters for years as being one of the worst umpires in baseball, he has been accused by MLB of eavesdropping on an investigative call last year. This is according to The Athletic. The league was conducting an investigation into why a game last year between the Red Sox and Rays was delayed for 20 minutes over umpire confusion about rules. The Red Sox ultimately played the game under protest. Uh, Hernandez was the acting crew chief for the game. He had a call with the league about the incident, and MLB officials said Hernandez stayed on the line as the league discussed the situation with another umpire. This is according to The Athletic. Quote, according to MLB legal filings, Friday in the lawsuit, after the July 24th Rays Red Sox contest, the league then, under Chief Baseball Officer Joe Torre, launched investigation into the confusion and interviewed the umpires involved in the game. Torre then later claimed Hernandez did not get off the phone when his interview ended and listened to the interview of umpire Ed Hickox. MLB conducted a separate call with Hernandez on August 19th to question him on the alleged eavesdropping. And Torrey then sent a letter to Hernandez in August, and a copy was obtained by MLB. It said, as you know, members of the commissioner's office interviewed you and then Ed Hickox in back-to-back conversations. These were purposely scheduled as separate conversations to ensure confidentiality and to avoid the tainting of recollections. At the conclusion of the interview, unknown to anyone else at the time, you remained on the line. We have concluded that you remain on the line in an effort to intentionally and deceptively eavesdrop on a conversation confidential in order to hear what Hickox would say about the July 24th incident. This is an egregious offense. Torrey wrote in a letter that he would be stripping Hernandez of his crew chief status. Hernandez then got a lawyer and said he did not eavesdrop. He was invited on the call. Now, this is the thing about Hernandez. I'll never forget Adam Rosales hitting a home run in Cleveland. It was obviously going to hit the crowd because the crowd recoiled in horror, and it hit the bar on the railing, the second bar up. So then it went to replay, which was stupid, but it went to replay, and it showed it hit that bar halfway up, and the crowd going, die, trying to get out of the way because it was hit so hard. Cannon back on the field. Hernandez watched it, and he said, yeah, um, double. Like, what? This is a guy who has had incidents where he asked Homer Bailey to autograph 11 baseballs after his no-hitter. He's also a guy during the first four innings of a Yankees playoff game with the uh, Red Sox two years ago. He had three of his calls overturned in the first four innings. I remember that because he was like, ah, whatever. He is, and I remember Mike Kruko, and Mike Kruko is just, you know, Mr. Positive. Mike Kruko called him the worst umpire in baseball, and and he is. These guys are like Supreme Court justices. They have jobs for life. It's so weird, even when they suck. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back on Byline.
Let's say you just bought a house. Bad news is, you're one step closer to becoming your parents, which means you're going to start telling your kids to clean up before the cleaning lady comes. Doesn't make sense, but you're the parent and they're the kids. You're going to start telling them that now, too. Good news is, it's easy to bundle home and auto through Progressive and save on your car insurance. And there's your opening to remind them who pays the bills around here. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company, affiliates, and other insurers. Discount not available in all states or situations. We are the Debt Destroyer Network. Any debt you have, credit card, tax, student loan debt. Call now for free information that helps you destroy your debt. It's great advice. Plus, when you make this free call now, we have debt destroyer experts ready to help. They can show you how to destroy your debt and get your life back on track. Debt problems don't have to be overwhelming. You can live stress-free and debt-free. Credit cards, medical bills, IRS tax problems, even student loan debt. Learn about free programs offered by the credit card companies, hospitals, and even the government that can help slash your debt. Call the Debt Destroyer now for free information. Call now. 877-360-0402-877-360-0402-877-360-0402. That's 877-360-0402. At 28, I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober, and all it took was the one phone call. Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800-403-5912. 800-403-5912. That's 800 5912 Right now at O'Reilly Auto Parts, pick up five parts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil for $28.95 and get a $10 O'Reilly gift card after mail-in rebate. You can even order at OReillyAuto.com and we'll deliver it curbside. Protect your engine from sludge and wear at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. I'm sorry, it's the, it's the pleats. It's, a, it's actually an optical illusion. It's the pattern on the pants. The, it's not fl- flattering in the, the crotchal region. I'm actually taking them back right now, taking them back to the, the pants store. is a majestic stallion. All righty then. Thank you back for that. We are back. Thank you. All that good stuff. What am I saying? Um, speaking of 
<clears throat> the times that are uh, changing. I remember last year, USF, University of San Francisco, there was a protest about one of the halls on campus uh, being uh, that um, there was a uh, slumlord uh, it was named after. Uh, there's also uh, in uh, San Francisco, Justin Herman Plaza, which is right across from the ferry building by the Hyatt Regency. It's got a big non-working fountain. U2 once did a free concert there. People found out that he was a racist slumlord, and they want that name changed. They said statues are getting pulling, pulled down. Bubba Wallace doesn't want the stars and bars at NASCAR races. Well, DeAndre Hopkins, former Clemson wide receiver, a guy who is now a member of the Cardinals because apparently Bill O'Brien couldn't get along with him. But uh, DeAndre Hopkins and also Deshaun Watson, the great quarterback there now with Houston, they're petitioning the university to remove the name of John C. Calhoun from the school's honors college because Hopkins said you shouldn't have a slave owner there. Calhoun, if you didn't know, was vice president of the United States under John Quincy Adams. So that's in the 1820s. Um, he called slavery a positive good. And the other thing you got to know is that Clemson's campus was built on Calhoun's plantation, his Fort Hill plantation. And if you look on the school's own website, it said he had 70 to 80 African-American slaves there. The campus. And so Hopkins wrote on Instagram, quote, I felt this oppressive figure during my time at Clemson and purposely do not mention the university's name before NFL games because of it. I am joining the voices of the students and faculty who have restarted this petition to rename the Calhoun Honors College. I urge all Clemson students, football players, and alumni to join us so the next generation of young black leaders can be proud of the institution they graduate from. Now is the time for change. And he is right. Now is the time. This is when these changes are going, are going down. Um, John C. Calhoun, here's a quote from him, Liberty is not a universal right, but is reserved for the intelligent, the patriotic, the virtuous, and deserving. That is something else, huh? It's reserved for the intelligent. Well, how do you expect people who never went to school and learned how to read and write, never had that opportunity to be intelligent. The patriotic, <laughs> okay, great. You think you're virtuous? You think you're dis deserving? He also said slavery is an indispensable to a Republican government. That doesn't mean Republican Party, it just means a republic. And one more quote from John C. Calhoun, Vice President of the United States. Quote, I hold that in the present state of civilization where two races of different origin and distinguished by color and other physical differences as well as intellectual. So he was just basically saying all black people are stupid. <clears throat> so Hopkins and Watson, former teammates, um, he's, uh, the petition says that Clemson University President James P. Clements recently stated that Clemson will not tolerate racism in any form 
and that Calhoun's words and actions contradict that. So Watson tweeted, Clemson University should not honor slave owner John C. Calhoun in any way. His name should be removed from all university property and programming. I am joining the students, faculty, and DeAndre to restart this petition to rename the Calhoun Honors College. And so Hopkins just said that this has been bothering him for a long time. And you can definitely see that. I mean, how do you, how do you not get bothered by that if you're black and then there's a slave owner? And of course, in the minds of everyone there, it's like, oh my gosh, this was the vice president of the United States. Let's honor him. So, you know, you get into that, you get into that territory where things can get a little bit wacky. Yeah, but I happen to agree with them. The university is built on a plantation. Probably want to get his name off that thing. 1-800-878-PLAY. Uh, I've got a lot, of, lot to talk about the MLB draft. The first round's tomorrow, so we'll get into it more tomorrow. By the way, Brian Trottier will be on the show tomorrow, the great New York Islanders player, uh, a guy who <clears throat> was one of the greatest... When the NHL had their 100th anniversary, 1917, 2017, they named their top 100. He was on it, but he's not in the Hall of Fame. Is that because he was 5'7 or 5'8? It doesn't seem fair. You're in the top 100, you're not in the Hall of Fame. But this always makes me feel old when I tell people, and I sound old, that when I was in high school, all four years, the Islanders won the Stanley Cup. And Trache, who was the alternate captain, was one of the big reasons. He'll be on tomorrow. Anyway, Major League Baseball, we'll get into the draft manana. First round tomorrow, the next four rounds on Thursday. And it'll be held virtually, obviously. And alongside the uh, College World Series in Omaha, Nebraska, as originally planned, uh, unfortunately, it won't be there. It'll you know, not be 40 rounds, which I think is too small, um, than 50 <laughs> But this is the agreement that they have with the uh, the union. So the Detroit Tigers will choose first for the second time in uh, three years. Remember, they took Casey Mize, the Auburn pitcher, two years ago. Probably take Spencer Torkelson, as I said. But here's the thing as far as draft night intrigue, because there's really not a lot with baseball. You have a 17-year-old, an 18-year-old, or like a 20-year-old. Multiple front office sources have confirmed to CBS Sports that one team with a top 10 pick is considering punting this year. What? Now, what that entails, the Minnesota Vikings passed. What that entail is, entails is another, amongst other things, taking a player in the first round who the team does not intend to sign. So the team would offer the minimum amount to be required to be awarded a compensatory compensatory pick in next year's draft at 40% of slot value. And in the turn, the team would pick in the same spot plus one in 2021. For example, the Astros received the number two selection in the draft after failing to sign Brady Aiken number one in 2014, and they took a guy named Alex Bregman. Teams can receive compensatory picks made through round three. Now, 
the scarcity of truly unsignable players in this draft would mean that the team in question would likely draft under slot, which means cheaper players in rounds two through five. The difference between this draft and most is that a team that intentionally bypasses this year's draft class won't be saving much money because draftees will only get a hundred grand of their signing bonus this year. The rest will be played over the next two years. So nonetheless, other teams throughout the first round have been identified as going out there and seeking these under slot agreements. The, the, the owners, they just don't stop. You don't stop. I also think it's worth noting that <clears throat> these rumblings come at a time when the union and the league aren't even on the same page about financial compensation. And that's just the main sticking point. You know, the, the A's strip their minor leaguers of pay and then change their mind after the public backlash. Uh, the Angels have not reversed their decision to furlough their scouting staff, nor have the A's. They'll do the same with the cross-checkers after the draft. And we'll see if there are draft-related consequences because of that. You know, when, when you think about the A's and the Angels who got rid of their... their um, their scouting department. <laughs> they are, it, first of all, you can say they're just shameful from moral and ethical perspectives. But like if you look at Anaheim, their scouting director, Matt Swanson, will have to draft without all his area scouts. He won't be able to consult with any of his cross checkers. And uh, they say, well, they're getting fired the next day. And one guy said, uh, if I'm that guy, I don't care about that team if I know I'm gone the next day. So they're going to suffer. The athletics, as they're called nationwide, or if you live out here, they're the A's. They're competing with teams who can offer the same money and almost by default are viewed as treating their players better. So I think a similar phenomenon could extend beyond the draft and non-playing personnel. Most Scouts and uh, minor league veterans work on year and year, year to year agreements, and they don't get the luxury of long term employment. Why would why would you join an organization that deemed their peers inessential? There are only so many scouting posts and so many roster spots, so someone will take the jobs with the A's and the Angels. That much is certain. But those who believe that these teams, as they're trying to cut costs, um, I think there are people that are really rooting against the Angels and the A's to have a crappy draft because they're so lame and so cheap. And you're talking about rich, rich owners, too. And I'm talking rich. All right, I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break. Come on back. I'm violent.
Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors, just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit one quick three minute phone call that's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number 800-603-0885 800-603-0885 that's 800-603-0885 Here's a great way to save money on your prescription medications. If you take Viagra or Cialis, we can give you a way to pay as little as $2 a pill. Compare that to prices as high as $60 per tablet. These pills work for men and women to improve their sexual performance. And now for the price of two or three pills, you can get nearly 100. There's no need to pay expensive prices for Viagra or Cialis. Call now with your prescription and pay as little as $2 a pill. We offer 24-7 service and always free delivery and confidential packaging. Change your life for the better and have fun. Call Pharmacy Shop 24-7 to get generic versions of Viagra or Cialis for as little as $2 a pill, plus free discreet shipping. 800-709-4409. That's 800-709-4409. Hey, travelers. Do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call. Because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. Business heals all wounds. I mean, look at our relationship with Germany or Japan. Who can even remember what all the fuss was about? broke my heart but i still take you back you hella fine all right thanks for that a couple minutes left in the show the mets are still for sale i saw that maybe j-lo and a-rod are back in but now we're hearing that the owners of the sixers and the devils 
are trying to get in. Billionaire Josh Harris, who co-founded Apollo Global Management, and Blackstone's David Blitzer um, are in. Right now, the Wilpon family bought the team in 2002 for $391 million. But here's the thing. They say the Mets lose $50 million a year. What? The Mets lose $50 million. How do you lose money in New York City with a Major League Baseball team? I don't know if I believe that. But in December, the Wilpons said they were going to sell 80% of the team for Steve Cohen for $2.6 billion. And Cohen didn't like it, and he pulled out because they said, we'll sell it to you, but we still get to run the team for five more years. And he's like, screw that. I ain't waiting five years. So think about the, the Mets Regional Sports Network, too. Now, Harris bought the Sixers in 2011 for $287 million, and now they're worth $2 billion. So, um, as I said, would you, if you're a Mets fan... Now, remember, the Mets went 10 games over last year, and they still, 86 and 76, they still lost $50 million. Um, but if you think about, would you want Alex Rodriguez and Jennifer Lopez to be your owners? I mean, if you just like uh, your celebrities, I and mean, people vote for celebrities for governor and, and, uh, and, and president now. But A-Rod made no secret that he wanted to buy a team. He was saying that even when he was uh, playing. And if you think about 29 other owners approving an admitted cheater to run a team, Derek Cheater, that's the thing. You got Derek Jeter and then you got Derek Cheater. Ha ha, I'm sure I'm the first person that ever thought of that. All right. <laughs> 1-800-878-PLAY if you want to squeeze in real quick. Um, I would probably think, I, I don't care who would own my team, but I would want them to hire people who know what the hell they're doing. And then just sign checks. And that's something, I didn't trust Joe Lacob when he came in, but he did that. He hired people who knew what they were doing, and he just signed big, fat revenue sharing and uh, also um, competitive balance tax, hundreds of millions of dollars just because he wanted to win. All right, I'm Rick Tittle. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you tomorrow at 9 a.m. Back time. Yeah, man, I hope we don't have brain damage. <laughs> <laughs> Great way to end the show.